Welcome to this week's episode of the Geek Offensive Podcast. It's another edition of Fighting Words. Right now, uh, myself and David Armenta will be breaking down UFC 241 Cormier vs. Miocic 2 happening this Saturday, August 17th at the Honda Center in Anaheim, California. Um, this should be a fun card top to bottom. Better and be. I'll be there. Yeah, exactly. So David's <laughs> going to be there. So if you're there, find him, buy him a drink, and uh, take take a picture with him. Post it. Tag Geek Offensive in it. You know what? I think I might wear my Geek Offensive shirt or my Balut Club shirt. Just do it yeah one of those or you might you might get sweaty just wear, just bring it <laughs> just yeah bring right both. <laughs> bring both just in case yeah fuck yeah um but yeah first ufc fan i really don't know what to wear oh you've never been to one how never do we not talk one. about that on yeah, the show oh. i know right never well, been to one well we we talk about a lot of other bullshit and fighting and, yeah <laughs> and current events so you're gonna uh a plethora of topics yeah on this. i use that word a lot am i using it right no i like plethora hey you like plethora yeah. okay well <laughs> yeah it's a lot uh, better than a lot yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, we break down the fights. We talk our usual bullshit before, and then we break down some current events as well. Uh, should be a fun one. Uh, David, where can they find you other than at UFC 241? You at, yeah, <laughs> UFC 241. <laughs> I'll be there at five, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you can find me at Superfan Armenta on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at David Armenta on Facebook. Shout out to Lupus Org. Donate to the cost. And if you can, please go out, donate platelets. You can donate platelets every seven days up to 24 times a year. Or if you can, please go out and donate whole blood. You could donate whole blood every 115 days a year. Yeah. That reminds me I'm overdue. I'm going to go back. Yeah, it's been crazy, man. I haven't been able to donate the past two months with work and being super busy, but mm -hmm. I'll get out there, get my movie tickets. Yeah. Um, actually, let me know when you're going to do the platelets. I yeah. Gotta, I got to set that I up. Usually, now, I, used, I usually go to UCLA, but because it's so far, I go to UCI now. UCI. Oh, okay. Yeah. All so right. it's right down the street, and they give you like a $20 gift card to Chick-fil-A or Chipotle. So, oh, okay. Yeah, man. You hook it up. Uh, and you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter Justin underscore Malari and the Geek Offensive is on social media as well. Uh, look for the handle at Geek Offensive. This show is brought to you by the Geek Say What Network. So big thank you to the network for providing a platform for us, and thank you to the owner JPG. He makes me say thank you to him. So all hail the Night King, or don't, or don't hail him. Not that guy, <laughs> no, fuck that guy. <laughs> Um, but uh, the network offers a plethora of other shows, and there's that word again. Um, starting with your starting line to geek culture, geek, uh, blah, ready, set, geek. That's not the name of the show. I said blah, ready, set, geek. No, you got it right. <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I always say that. Uh, your starting line to geek culture, uh, ready, set, geek, hosted by Alex Catherine. You have our weekly trivia podcast, Geek KO, hosted by Justin Madriaga and Ish. I always want to say geek. KO. <laughs> and then you have uh, our actual play RPG podcast, Nerds on a Roll, hosted by Rob Zagara, uh, Lauren Peterson, and their whole crew. And then we have uh, Diverse Geeks in Focus, uh, putting a lens on the marginalized issues within the geek community, hosted by Gemma Vidal. Shout out, Gemma. I haven't seen her in a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Oh, you'll see it uh, Kelly's birthday. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then we got uh, <clears throat> uh, On the Horizon, Pencil Neck Geeks, Tagging in Your Inner Wrestling Geek, hosted by Berto Ponce and Elaine Delilas. Look for that one in the near future, hopefully within the next month. Uh, and yeah, just download and subscribe to all of them. Follow all of us on social media as well. We're all there on Instagram at least. And then a uh, big shout out to our associate producers, Wayland Productions, for normally providing the space and the equipment for us we're recording this one remotely uh in david's fine uh we need to estate. find a name for this 
Huh? We've been doing it. We've been, we've been doing a couple of recordings. You need, you need a name for this. Yeah, place. a name for my house. Yeah. 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 I'll think about it. Yeah. Armenta Manor or something. I'm gonna oh, make what was it? What I'm going to make it sound like a what mansion. What was the heart basement called? Remember? The heart foundation? But what was it called, though? The heart's dungeon? Yeah, was it the dungeon? You want to call your place the dungeon? Oh, that was cool, though. <laughs> Brett the Hitman Hart was my favorite wrestler, man. Uh, but yeah, I remember how they like called his his house the dungeon or something. Yeah, yeah that's what it was. I don't, 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 don't like want to call your house the dungeon. Yeah. It's it's lovely. Okay. <laughs> I'll have to think of something different then. Um. But yeah, anyway, Wayland Productions. You can find them at wayland.ws. Uh, follow them on Instagram as well. I think it's just at Wayland Productions. And then uh, follow their audio dramas, uh, all all uh, we're called We're Live, Frontier, Gold Rush. There's, a, there's a, quite a few of them. And then uh, just follow those on Apple Podcasts and Alpha. Uh, and then final shout out goes to our apparel sponsor, jordandene.com. That's jordan, D-E-N-E.com. Uh, they're a geek apparel store out of Brooklyn, New York. They help you look nerdy and they're eco-friendly and if you use the promo code geek say what when you shop there you get 20 percent off your next purchase so buy a shirt you heathens and i think that's it again enjoy ufc 241 the rematch between daniel cormier and stipe miocic uh august 17th 7 p.m is the main card yeah. uh and uh yeah say hi to dave if you're there maybe catch me at the kilt before there you go yeah, yeah. uh don't forget to rate comment and subscribe and to check out r slash city drop to join the offensive cue my music Uh, yeah i don't know what to do with um people like that <laughs> when you're not self-aware i i mean if i'm doing something dumb I, I need you guys to like tell me right away yeah i have no problem like uh, i'll always be like hey are you sure you want to go this route don't get me wrong i got your back no matter what i just want to make sure you're okay with doing what you're gonna do <laughs> yeah like um <laughs> If I'm doing something like obviously dangerous mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, I'm just going for the thrill. Like, talk me out of it. Okay. Just fucking talk me out of it. I wonder how many Please. conversations like Tom Cruise has had, like his friends have had with him as far as like, you sure you want to do that stunt? Like, who, yeah. Like, who, right. Yeah. What, like what insurance company is insuring Tom Cruise for all these movies now that he's in his like early or well, not early. He's in his like late forties, early fifties. No, I think he's over 50 now. He's over 50. I have to look that up. Yeah. But, uh, he has to have like a massive uh, uh, insurance policy, like who, just on himself. Like, yeah, like who's? Like, oh no, J Lo did that. She took like a, out a, uh, like a billion dollar like um, insurance policy just on her body, not necessarily necessarily her life insurance, her body. What do you mean? Like, if, like she got an injury? Or something yeah, like something that? like oh, that. Okay. Well, usually athletes do that. Like, yeah, I think there are some college athletes that have actually done that where they're. Oh, he's 57? Yeah, he's in his late 50s. Holy he's shit. Late 50s? Late 50s. Shut he's the fuck 57 up. 57 years old. God, God damn. damn. And he's still... He, I think he flew the plane and talked Probably. On? He probably yeah. did. Uh, I think he talked about it, that they really didn't use CGI for it. Um, I mean, obviously, he's alive to talk about the movie, so he's fine. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man. I'm really looking forward to seeing that movie, though. It, the trailer does look good. Yeah. I have to admit, I'm like... I'm sold. Okay. That, that looks good. I'm probably going to see that. Although, it is, it has been Miles, years and years since I've seen the first one. Miles... What's his name? Miles Teller? Miles uh, Teller. Yeah. He's going to be in it. Yeah. I think it's being... Uh, or he's... Uh, uh, what's his name? 
Goose's uh, son. Goose's probably. son. Probably. probably. Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah. Has to be. Yeah. yeah. That was one of the first movies Meg Ryan came out too, huh? Is it? God, she was, she was so hot. <laughs> God, she was banging. <laughs> and she had all that surgery and shit, so. Uh, what uh, you do? But, uh, yeah, man. Top Gun, I... When was the last time you saw that? Top Gun? Yeah. The last time I saw the actual... Oh, yeah, the, the original. Oh, uh, it's gotta be a couple years ago. Couple years it's ago. still good. It's not one of my like movies where it's like if it's on TV I have to watch. I'll just flip through. There's only like a few movies where it's on I have to watch. Like Tombstone. Mm-hmm. If it's on, dude, I'm watching it full through. Want to hear something horrible? What's that? I've never seen Tombstone. You never seen Tombstone? No, I haven't, bro. But you've heard like all their lines. I, before. I know the yeah, lines. Like, I've seen yeah. Val Kilmer as uh, I'll Doc be your, Holliday. I'll be your Huckleberry. Yeah, I'm just like I've never just sat down and watched it. There's, there's a whole fucking <laughs> list of movies that. I've yet to see, Tombstone. and it's like on my list, and I'm just like I can't get around to it. Yeah, uh, but I find myself nowadays having to like just force myself to watch something. It's hard because if you're not interested, it's it's just hard to get through sometimes. Because like I, I I can do other things with my time, you know. Mm-hmm. The older you get, it's like you don't have enough time in your hands to begin with. So yeah, yeah. I just always feel like if it's not something I'm going to go do, I'm not going to see it. Like, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I'm so busy with work. It's, I do want to see that. I really want to see that movie. Yeah, I used to have like a massive hard-on for Tarantino films. He's, he's yeah. fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and there's so many great reviews you're hearing for, about that movie. So Yeah, I just haven't been... Yeah, I guess kind of the, the whole thing with the, the blockbusters and the Marvel movies is that I really only go to the movie theaters for movies like that. Oh, like okay. that are like events. Like yeah. I, I, I've lost track of like going to a movie just to like enjoy going to the movies and it's like you know and, you know discussing a film, breaking it down. Um, uh, luckily, I get to do that with like bad movies, but I would like to make it clear I would like to do that with good <laughs> movies too. <laughs> I don't always have to torture myself. Yeah, um, I think the last time I saw a movie where it didn't have nothing to do with event, I think we all just got together and went to go watch it was a uh, Sicario. Man, that was a while ago. That was a long time yeah. ago. Yeah. That That's was a, a weird one, too, because it was just the boys. Yeah. Yeah, d- definitely Sicario 2 is not a date movie. <laughs> no, not at all. We all, yeah, we all just, it was nice, too, because we all kind of just. Yeah, and our up. buddy's truck got stolen. Oh, yeah, and his truck got stolen. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, poor bastard. See what happens when we just go out at yeah. regular time? <laughs> Shit happens. That's it. <laughs> at first, like, I was like, hey, where'd you park your car, man? And then he's like, dude, my truck got stolen. Like, get the fuck out of here. And then, yeah, sure enough, his fucking Well, because knowing stolen. our friend, it sounds yeah. like th- that would be a joke he would try to pull. Yeah. No, it really got stolen. Like, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, was it an old truck or what? You know, it's it was one of those trucks... Um, that he was always talking about because it it's an older truck, so yeah. it's just like one of those trucks where you had to put a lot of money in because you want to keep it. Yeah, but he already paid it off. It's it's one of those like things where he's like, "Hi, oh, you're just holding on to it," you know. And yeah, I'm he sure was putting was a lot of money into it as far as like fixing it. Yeah, but I think it worked out for the best. Like, don't get me wrong, I feel really bad the fact that it got stolen, but yeah. it worked out in the best for him. So yeah, I've I've had a friend. I had a friend in high school who, and this is gonna really sound like I'm making it up, but he's an old teammate. Um, he basically got passed down the the family bronco Ooh. and it was it was an old car yeah and uh <laughs> um i mean it still ran and everything so it got him to school but he he was in the situation where it got stolen and they brought it back because <laughs> oh, no it's just way. a shitty old it was just so beat up and they brought it back <laughs> they brought it back oh fuck they're like man fuck this car <laughs> That's a lot of effort to like yeah. steal it and then be like, you know, no, uh, we're, it's we're good, fun. man. Yeah, I'd li- I'd like to think it was just, uh, you know, his the guy's conscience 
like got to him. He's like, no, I shouldn't have done that. But I'm pretty sure it was because it was a shitty car. <laughs> That's fucking insane, man. Oh, but yeah. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine the fact that you had to deal with the fact that your car got stolen because that just that just sucks. That period. sucks. Yeah, that's so just, much money. Yeah, not only. I mean, obviously, I don't know how much that Bronco would have been, but the fact that your car got stolen, like it's just <laughs> yeah. somebody takes something from you. Like it's just, it's a weird, like it's an unexplainable feeling, but it's just like you just feel like you got like emotionally punched in the gut. But then yeah. once you break it back, it's like that's the got to be even worse. It's like, like was well, not good enough for you, you fucking <laughs> yeah. asshole. Why don't you just keep it? Yeah, right? Oh, God. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, if Eddie got his truck stolen and they brought it back, he would, you know, I'm pretty sure they brought it back with, like, parts, like, missing and things like that, so. Yeah. Oh. Um, but, yeah. Did did he ever get the, find, ever find out what happened to the truck no. or nothing? No. No, 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 no low jack? Yeah, no low jack, no nothing, uh, so. It's all right. What can you do? Hey, he's fine now. He's driving a Beamer, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, losing nice. sleep over. Yeah, exactly. It. He's, he's fine. He's not losing. Yeah, sleep he's over not it. sleeping on that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, back to like the the movies. I'm like, God, I don't. I, I missed like a bunch of good ones that I wanted to see. Yeah, we always uh, go to the big ones, like you know, the big mm-hmm. Marvel or, or I mean, you you took you a while to see Spider Man, right? Yeah, it took me a while. I think that was the last thing I saw in the theater. Yeah, really good. I really wanted to see Phoenix, but. Um, I know, obviously, Phoenix. that was a really bad movie. Oh, Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. Um, I really just wanted to see it, but yeah. Yeah, that movie didn't last longer than like a couple months, I think. Well, oh, man, that thing made less than half of what the last worst X-Men movie did, which was uh, X-Men Origins, that Wolverine one. So it made half of that. That's how bad it was. And Jeez. It, it's a shame. It's kind of like, why did they, like, driving into the ground why didn't they just stop make the deal with marvel because they postponed it right they kept postponing it well it it was just strange to see it released why didn't they just hey let's let's stop with our x-men franchise we've we've had a good run let's just make the deal with marvel like sony did with spider-man and fucking let let them take over i wonder how much money they could have made with those kind of caliber actors you could yeah you know you had a i'm not i wasn't mad at the cast i actually liked x-men first class yeah, um, that was. I mean, they there was uh, so many great actors. Shit, uh, what's his name? Um, what's his? Oh God, damn it! I can't even. You know the, the Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon was in the first one. Yeah, yeah. I it was just kind of a weird choice for them to keep going, thinking like, oh, we can compete with MCU. Now I I feel like a lot of fans are much more wise to what the MCU is. So yeah. just to keep making movies like that outside of it was just kind of a weird choice. Yeah, it's um, yeah, I, I especially now with it being officially. Did we talk about this yet? It's officially the the highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I don't think we talked about it, but yeah, I, it was inevitable. I think once they brought it back for the deleted scenes or scenes that they put in the movie, I think they were just trying to add some, just get that last bit of money so they can get number one. But yeah. it doesn't even matter though. Disney owns Fox, so they own all the like they own both movies that high grossing movies so yeah yeah they own it now so yeah i just uh but uh yeah number one i, I mean it's been a while since we've done like a news one like this i've just been doing a lot of interviews and um uh movie reviews but uh yeah a lot of news we haven't talked about well yeah, yeah. It, it's hard to catch up on things like that like uh so now that disney's gonna start their service they're gonna add uh 
Hulu, Hulu and ESPN Plus for twelve ninety nine, which yeah. competes with Netflix because Netflix only offers you the one service for. Well, that's if you get. I think that's the highest one is twelve ninety nine, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you don't want commercials. I'm hoping, yeah. like, I don't have to, like, cancel my account and then re-sign up to do that. Yeah, because I already have I already ESPN have Plus. Hulu. I'm just like, just oh, fucking give it to me. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, uh, I think so. I think they'll just add into the price and just keep it twelve ninety nine for everything. Yeah, that which would, would make be sense. perfect. Because if you look at it, all, I'm pretty sure everybody that's going to sign up for it, they're going to make so much money. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the right move because uh, in, in terms of, like, coming out with their streaming products, because I feel like the market's gotten thinned out again so remember yeah. like a few years ago when it was just netflix and then hulu and then maybe you had amazon or something yeah amazon had maybe one two shows yeah and then, but that was it yeah. primarily that was great yeah. people were like hey i'm not gonna have cable anymore i'm gonna save money on uh internet or yeah just saving money won't have to deal with cable company and then now like everyone and their mom has a streaming service and it's just like crap we're back to where we started because now it's like, oh, if you want all the things you watch, you're going to have to pay 10 here, 12 there, 5 there, and you're like, crap. Yeah. I think I might do that now, though, because I just, I just recently, um, my, my cable bill went up. And so I'm just yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, I, I can't, like, oh my gosh, which, like, what is it necessary for me to keep my cable now, or should I just go ahead and get, like, a sling box or, you know, like, just keep, yeah, yeah or something like that, you know? Yeah, because the I don't know for whatever reason cable companies won't budge. They won't give you uh, a la carte cable. Like, let me just choose my channels and charge me this fee. But um, yeah, they just kind of like charge these really high prices, give you channels you don't need, and you still have to go elsewhere to like get the stuff you want. So I yeah I, I don't know why they haven't like switched up their model if my thing is though i don't understand why cable's still going so high when you can if you're gonna eventually lose us if we are gonna go that route it's like why why don't you keep your prices or you know compete with everything why keep your prices so high as far as like yeah satellite, you're losing customers yeah. like don't raise the prices yeah, exactly <laughs> it's ridiculous oh satellite's a whole nother thing i'm just like that's yeah. such a headache satellite cable all that bullshit man yeah my parents have satellite only because you can only get filipino channels that way <laughs> that's the only reason they haven't cut the cable i'm like just I want them to cancel it so they can save like a couple hundred dollars a month. But, that makes sense. I don't see, yeah. But they gotta have their Filipino channels. Yeah, it makes sense. Keep them close. Keep them close to home. Yeah, but the shows suck. Is the <laughs> <laughs> most of the shows suck? All yeah. right, like <laughs> I don't hate my own people. I'm just saying most of the shows Makes suck. Them. Most of the oh. sh- <laughs> we we have telenovelas and that shit never gets old. Like that shit's comedy. <laughs> You know? Yeah, yeah. I guess that's what they watch most of the time, and that's what it's trying to be. Yeah, it's every time I I uh, watch I sit to watch something with them, mm-hmm. like minute in somebody's crying. Oh, really? So, it's always somebody crying. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's a, a drama, a variety show, Nothing. news. It's just, somebody's crying, and I'm like, why is everyone fucking crying on these channels? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, fuck, dude, that's crazy. Like you and you understand the language really well and all that, or uh, not really. No. Like I can, I can probably gather like what people are talking about. But mm-hmm. if you ask me to translate, I'm nah. like, oh. <laughs> that's funny uh, though. Was that the same? Trying. But uh, I mean, you probably have a better understanding of like um, Spanish channels here. Right? Yeah, a yeah. little bit. Um, yeah. I just don't watch enough. Of it. There's a lot of like 
things that go on as far as like any anytime you watch the news, I think nowadays it's just so much, so much hate, so much like it sucks watching the news, man. It really yeah. is. And then most of the time too, if I really want to get the news, I'll go on Twitter. That's what I've had to resort to now. Like also. if you really want to go to the news, you just go on Twitter because that's really where you get everything from. Yeah, I can't. I find myself kind of avoiding the bigger networks because it yeah. always seems like there's some sort of agenda and yep. I, I can't go to that anymore so I, I have to kind of like piece it together which sucks <laughs> I like watching the morning news um, it's always like cheerful and things like that they, I mean they, of course they have to tell the news but they only give you like a little bit of it they give it a lot of entertainment and then just keep it like going flowing but I just like when you watch the afternoon or like yeah. night news it's like I, I can't watch it yeah. I'm not here for that see I'm See, I'm, I'm weird about morning stuff. Oh, really? Because I, it, it's this thing about they ha- they have to be pleasant and cheery. Yeah. In the morning, like they have to, but I'm like, I know they're it's putting up a facade. So yeah. if you're not like genuinely like cheery like that, it's like it's hard for you're me to right. like <laughs> take you seriously. Like, I I just don't respond well to that. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's me being like you know overly cynical negative but it's just no no i'm just like i don't respond well to that if you watch like morning talk shows mm-hmm. there's so much fluff there oh that i yeah. can't fucking i can't deal with it who who talks like this yeah yeah or maybe they've been around so long they've taught in ge- a generation to talk like that and it makes me sick but <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah the, i mean yeah those morning talk shows it's, it's weird that those are around still yeah um because you figure most people going to work I guess it's just an older crowd who yeah. just sitting at home, retired. Yeah. I, I mean, I watch it just before I go to work, so it's like round. That, that's like it, just depends. it varies. Like my mornings always vary. Yeah, but what you're watching, it sounds like it's just news. It's not like daytime talk shows. No, 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 no. nothing like that. Nothing like. Uh, well, Ellen's like in the afternoon, right? It's like three. Ellen's like afternoon. So if yeah. you like worked early, like if you actually did a, an actual eight hour day, yeah, and you worked like five to two or something. Yeah, I can yeah. get home for Ellen. Mm-hmm. I like Ellen. I always like her little, her shows and things like. Obviously, she's off right now during the summer, but I always liked Alan. She was always, yeah. I, I don't think she put up a like a like a facade, like you said. But I think it's more of her just having people on and things like that, and being real. Yeah, but I also think with her, um, I mean, at least she was a comedian beforehand, and like yeah. she has, she's actually and she was a really good comedian. Yeah, she's like better and stage. She's actually funny. So I'm like, yeah. Who's that, that listening to? Oh, Sarah Silverman. On, uh, Love Sarah Silverman. Yeah, she was awesome. I think I was listening to her on Ben Simmons's uh, Ben's, Ben Simmons podcast, and he had her on talking about like how how it is to be in comedy, and when you go to like the comedy store, the Laugh Factory, and you're like testing out jokes and things like that. Is it is that even available even anymore? Because people are so sensitive on topics and things like that. Yeah, I, I think um, I, I hear a lot of comedians talk about it too. Yeah. Um, well, let me ask you about this one. How do you feel about Louis C.K.? I mean, he came out. He confessed what he did. I, I mean, a lot of people just knew that that was the type of person. I mean, I think he even did it for Sarah Silverman. Like, he masturbated in front of her, and she was just like, that's just who he is. Yeah, it's one of those weird things yeah. where what, what he did was wrong. No one's defending that. Um, but at the same time, like, well, at what point do you... St- do you just want them to go away forever? Like I don't know what you do with that person because he's still. You bring him up, people just within our own friends group still go. Ooh. Yeah, and then you're kind of like, well, what is he supposed to do? He's he's, he's still a to- fucking funny guy. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Apparently, he did some shows. Um, just smaller rooms. Uh-huh. Apparently, he's killing, killing it. it. Oh, yeah. I doubt it. Yeah, 
I, I don't know what to how to feel about that. Do you separate the the person from the 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 work of art because like he's actually a very good comedian still. What's the statue of limitation, you know, like yeah. how far does it go? Yeah, when do you forgive someone for that? Because it's weird in some cases. Yeah, like Louis C.K. Like it's been a few years now. Yeah. Um. Well, the biggest one I always think about is uh, Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick. Yeah. I mean, he had a huge podcast. He had a huge following. He was a comedian. I, I don't know if he still does shows. I don't know. Yeah. I think he still does the podcast. Does he? It's called ID Ten T. But it, when you look at it written out, it looks like the word idiot. Uh-huh. It's it's like an IT Is thing. he still doing podcasts, though? Yeah, he's still doing that. Okay. Um, I haven't followed him in a while, then. Well, I, I mean, he was he was already rich, and then he married rich, so yeah, like, of course. He's, he's fine. Well, Hearst, right? Um, huh? A Hearst, yeah, yeah. Lydia Hearst. Yeah. Um, but I always just think, like, it just seemed like he fell off the face, because he was just booming, and then that- Yeah, he was that, everywhere. That allegation came around when all these allegations were like people were hitting you hard, and unfortunately, he got not. I don't want to say unfortunately because I don't know the whole story, but yeah. just you know, that's just the way it went for him. It's just one of those things where there was nothing proven. He didn't do anything illegal, or they couldn't prove it. Yeah. It was just hearsay, and then yeah. people just turn their back. It was quick. Really, yeah, it was really around that timeline where, or I'm sorry, that time frame where everybody was just really sensitive and once you got hit it was on yeah like, and, and no, nobody everybody was just writing you off whether you were guilty or not yeah and the things if he was accused of if he did them then he's a shithead he still technically didn't do anything illegal he's just a shitty boyfriend and just, abu- yeah. mentally abusive mm-hmm. um but he didn't do anything illegal yeah. is my thing and then at what point does uh, are, does that let you stop someone from working? Like, wh- what's the the thing? You never, never got charged with anything. Yeah, and it always like mind boggles me though too. Is like, like how much do they? How much does your employer have your back? You know, like are they quick to write you off? You know, oh, like, I mean, in show business, it's quick very, to write you yeah, off. Really like quickly. you're out. You're yeah, like how much do you? You know, I know in the NFL, we, it's always that like fine line where if talent always outweighs everything else, you know. Yeah, so fucking some guys get away with some bullshit. Fucking bullshit. Like, uh, was Tyreek. that guy punched out his wife or something? Or? Oh, yeah, Ray Rice. Ray Rice. And they only there gave him go. like a four game suspension. What the fuck is that about? <laughs> Everyone forgets. Yeah, so everyone, I, yeah, I don't get it. What's the. <laughs> yeah, they had you on, like, well, obviously they gave him the four game suspension prior to that, that, um, uh, what do you call it? The video coming out. And then as soon as that video came out, like, he was just suspended for, like, nobody. This is like you can't come back for that. Okay. Did and anyone then, take him? Yeah, nobody took him. Nobody took him like he's just he's out. He's out of the NFL forever. And okay. then um well and then you have this piece of shit, this Tyree Kill kid, a guy who basically beat the shit out of his kid twice, a couple times. Jesus. And they have it like they have a recording of it and they have him talking about how he's gonna beat the shit out of his uh his wife too, not only his kid, and the NFL has not suspended him. The they, fuck? Yeah, it, there's no alleg- there's no charges or anything like that. So oh, man. it's just yeah. I, I if I was the NFL, I know a lot of people has brought this. A lot, a lot of people have talked about it, and I, I mean I agree with them that the fact that they should have a third party co- third party contractor just to deal with that allegations, yeah. suspensions, and things like that. Don't let it be in the NFL's hand. Let a third party come in. Like, yeah. you, you make so much money where it's like you don't need the like the NFL does not need to deal with that. Like let the third party contract. Yeah, focus on it. the game. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, I just want like set standards for like yeah. you know 
what happens to the person once we like turn our backs or is there a point of forgiveness i, I mean obviously there's some things like um harvey weinstein like I, yeah. that one like okay just put him in jail we don't need him in the population yeah. um that's one that like years and years of that cosby years and years of that the cosby, cosby's in jail though i don't yeah. know weinstein is i don't think weinstein is yeah he should be like yeah. stuff like that when it's years and years i'm like there's no hope here yeah but when someone fucks up and then um the, then, then that's it they lose their whole following yeah. um yeah is there a point of forgiveness is there and that's yeah, i don't know man it's, it's like, really hard yeah, there's, there's yeah, there's YouTubers I've followed that. Uh, oh, what about that YouTuber that uh, she she has a big following. I don't even know her name or anything like that. Oh, the one that beat up her dog? dog. Yeah, oh, fuck her. Yeah, right. That one you can uh, fuck her. Fucking bitch, man. I th- God, that's that's funny that we got so angry about dogs. Yeah, which, I is, which you should. Yeah, right. <laughs> I always say we don't deserve dogs, man. Dogs are the most like fucking loving creatures in the world. Dude. Yeah, we I'm don't like, deserve what dogs. What the fuck was that about? Yeah, there was no reason you need to beat your dog. Like all, all he was trying to do was just like be around her, and she was just like, "You're not doing what I'm te- or telling you to do." And because it's a fucking dog, exactly. Like, come on. Also, and on top of that, how dumb do you have to be to upload that footage? Well, I think like, those were like deleted scenes but somebody uploaded her i don't know if she did or, I don't, yeah, yeah. Like, i don't know her editor or something but still like that's a huge thing like, how do you not how do you make that mistake if they were maybe they're the, just labeled the same thing and or? i hate the fact that we talk about youtubers as like they're somebody like, i don't even know who the fuck that chick's name is i have no idea what she does she's just a youtuber that has a big following i have no reason why. i have no idea why well I mean, YouTubers are like if they're big enough. Yeah, those are celebrities like now. Like the Paul That's, brothers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were jackasses earlier in the year, right? With the. Uh, I mean, I think they're jackasses year round. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and well, again, I know. I know yeah. I'm not a hater. Like, listen. Yeah, they're douchebags, but yeah, I recognize that they're successful and they yeah. found. You know, I can respect hustle, but yeah. Um, I mean, they still act like douchebags. Oh, yeah, so. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Oh uh, gosh! What's another? One? Who else gets away? With? Kanye. That guy gets away with everything. Yeah, doesn't he have like a? Every Sunday he has like his own church service. So he, he like. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is what happens with Kanye. Every time he does something crazy, and we're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" He'll put out some single, and then everyone forgives yeah. him. <laughs> Everybody, yeah, exactly. Myself included. I'm like, ah, shit. He's, that was yeah, really he's, good. He's yeah, right. He's <laughs> under the limelight for a long time now. I mean, obviously he, he's always gonna be Kanye, but. I yeah, it just yeah. magnifies it when you're with a, like a, I don't even want to say like a celebrity like Kim Kardashian, but she's a reality star or whatever you want to like how she is. Yeah, I'm always torn about celebrities like that because I don't feel like Kim Kardashian contributes anything positive to the culture, but her and that family have figured out a way to just have this massive money making machine. Yeah, and all they have to do is kind of. Try to look good and Photoshop their Instagram pictures. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's a it's a hustle that what they do. Like, yeah. it takes obviously they just don't make money just out of nowhere. Like they're not, yeah, it's not like they're not doing anything. Yeah, but yeah, you know, but like they don't have a, a trade or a skill that contributes. Like they put their name on a makeup line and that's pretty much about it put their name on something and for some reason their name kind of holds all this weight yeah and i don't get deep into like the charities that they provide for and things like that so i can't say in that aspect but yeah i mean at least they do that i would hope so 
Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, it's just one of those things. It's like, I, again, I can respect like, okay, you've there's genius to what they did, mm-hmm. but I don't know if you contribute anything. Yeah, I don't know. And I guess people just eat it up. I don't, but I, here's the thing, I don't know anyone that does personally. Like, where are these people? I mean, yeah, right. Like, who are these? Like, or um, anything massive like that who are like, you know, they're obsessed with like those kinds of celebrities. Like, I don't know anyone like that. I don't know anyone obsessed with the Kardashians or... Mm-mm. I know like, Val's obsessed with K-pop, but that's about that's, it. That's a very niche thing. Yeah. So I think that's, I guess, who I'm just friends with, people who, in, who are into niche stuff. Yeah. I which guess. Is, which is fine. I think that's awesome in that sense, because mm-hmm. it's not like over-consuming your time or doing anything that like... Yeah, it's, but it, I'm, just, it's, I'm just saying it's weird that there's, they're so massive yeah. and they're everywhere, but I don't know anyone that's who's there. a fan of theirs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know people that know them, but yeah. as far as like getting their items or things like yeah. that, I don't know. I don't know I anyone don't know. like that. I don't. Uh, or here's another example. Back to, again, back to movies. Avatar was the biggest movie of all time. Yeah. It's nobody's favorite movie. Oh, yeah. I don't know anyone who goes like, yeah, when Avatar's on, I got to watch it. My, I don't know anyone who feels that way. How many times have you seen that movie from beginning to end? Twice, maybe? Twice. I saw it like once in theaters and then like once at home. Yeah. That was it. I can tell you I've seen Infinity War over 10 times. Beginning <laughs> to end. Over Same. 10 times. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's not including the times like I just had it on in the background. Exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. just, it just plays. It just plays. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I totally get that. I, I understand. Yeah. 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 It, I guess it comes down to like cultural penetration. It's just very weird that something that massive and I'm like... You know, I'm not a hermit, like mm-hmm. so. I'm very, I'm social, like yeah. I figured I would have seen some of that firsthand by now. It's just one of those weird things that, um, I, I guess it does come down to who I select my time with. But you again, know. with this mass, how big some things are, you just figure I would see it. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I don't see like a lot of advertising billboards and things like that either for it anymore. The only yeah. time I'll see it, it's like if I go on Twitter or. Mm-hmm. Like on Snapchat, could or be Daily Mail or something yeah. like that. Yeah, could be a younger crowd too. Maybe oh yeah, that's it. maybe yeah, maybe maybe that maybe older. that's it. We just not you know, in tune we're that over, directly. We're all over thirty. We like what we like really? already. No, is Dave over thirty yet? Well, every you and me. Yeah, you and we I, are. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Dave, I think will be. I think both Mike and Dave will be thirty this year, right? No, no, wait. Is Dave already 30? I can't remember. I can't remember. I think he's going to be 30 next year. Okay. Because his birthday was earlier this month. Mike's birthday's coming up. I don't... Mike, I, I think... No, Mike, no, I think he's 20. He's going to be 29. Okay. I think. Maybe he's 30 next year. I don't know. Who knows? Either way. Yeah. Um, Old motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I again, I just... that That's got to be part of it, right? Yeah. Youth, and then we're just not... In certain I don't things. have enough time for YouTube. Like, I there's only certain things. Like, I watch trailers. I'll skim through it. There's like good videos and things like that. But as far as like consuming my life with YouTube, you can go down a rabbit hole for YouTube if you see, want. See, YouTube consumes my watching habits now. I oh, have really? Netflix and Hulu and all that. Yeah, most of my time spent on YouTube. Really? Oh, but you watch a lot of like wrestling things like that, right? Or no? Well, it's not even just the wrestling. It's just the type of programming you get. Uh, usually, it's. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of like critics or experts talking about something, or oh, somebody like. Okay. Um, so it could be someone doing like a video essay on um, on 
a movie series or um, Adam Savage has a great tri- uh, channel. Adam Savage is the guy from uh, MythBusters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has a great one and um, called Tested, and he does these one day builds there, and you see him like build something. It's usually some like weird request or, hmm. um, um, or just some project that he needs to do for his shop and you get to watch him like build something and you get to watch him break it down and he explains what's going on um and then uh lately i've been watching this channel called spawn wave and what they do is i'm i don't know about you but i was a big video game uh kid and still am to this day he uh what what spawn wave does is like he'll get electronics and review them and then not just review them but he'll take the thing apart and show you like this is what what's causing this problem or this is why this system failed or like this is what you know you need to look out for if you're buying something refurbished so i, I watch a lot of stuff like that as far as like xbox or consoles or yeah just like so, everything in general um you know how you get those like gamestop uh, refurbished consoles that oh you yeah, can yeah. Get? so he'll order the, one of those uh-huh. and then he'll because he used to, I think he used to own a shop or something. Oh, okay. Because I think they would contract out, GameStop would contract out repairs to him oh, okay. also. So he'd open it and tell you what to look for. Uh-huh. And then the Xbox he got, I think it was an Xbox, Xbox 360. He, he broke that down and he was just like, yeah, this is why the Xbox was notorious for failing. And then like this one in particular, the way they did it, it looks like this will fail in within the next 30 days. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. So it was just stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, that's actually like really interesting. Um, so like, that's a lot of my like watching habits nowadays. Yeah. I don't know why, but I, I think it's, um, I, I think it, just trying to learn more stuff. Yeah, that, that's what it is, and um, that, that right now that's more interesting. Um, yeah, because I don't watch regular TV anymore, man. Yeah, yeah. What, what are you watching like, now? Right now, like, <laughs> I know The Office is going to be off, so like, that's. I mean, I just watch The Office just as, like background noise, like a music but instead of that, like podcasting or things like that. Mm-hmm. I listen to my podcast when I'm driving or when I'm working. I used to be that way with the Thirty Rock. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, is, I love that show. Yeah. Um, it was really good. Mm-hmm. The Office again. I'm I'm still somewhere yeah. in season two, and it's good. I yeah. just miss the wave of when everyone the fell hype. for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I watched The Office, and then you know, as far as like regular TV, like if I'm at home and like I'm just chilling, yeah. If a sporting event's not on, it's always a Food Network man. Food, dude. <laughs> okay, you know what? Like that Carnival is the, Eats or Diners, Drivers, and Dives. Uh, Beat Bobby Flay. Beat Bobby. Oh, I fucking love that show. Dude, that's like the one. Oh. I, I don't know what it is, yeah. but food, the Food Network took over. Like, if I, off chance I am uh, home alone and I actually get the the TV to myself, yeah. and my parents aren't watching the Filipino channel, yeah. Yeah. I'll watch Food Network, and most of the time, it's good. Most of Beat Bobby Flay, that's the shit, man, because you're always like thinking, how the fuck did they not beat Bobby Flay? Because that fucking, their food looked amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's funny, like, the judges have to be so strict, because yeah. everything they make on that show, whether they lose or not, I'm like, that's still a hundred times better than whatever <laughs> I ate earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Oh fuck, man! Yeah, actually, that's been one thing. Um, oh, Kitchen Nightmares. I'll watch that on Hulu. Oh, god! Um, really, just because it's like there's no way these people are that stupid. Or a Bar Rescue shows like that. I'll Dude, still watch. John those. Tafferty is the yeah. fucking man. Holy shit! That's right, John Tafferty. John Taffer. Yeah. Oh, John Taffer. I'm sorry. Do you remember? Yeah. Um, do you remember Extremes? Yeah, he went and fucking did that. And he's th- that's place. Was it, was it a Filipino dude or was it a? I can't remember. Yeah. Um, but he tore him a new one, man. 
Well, he, that place was on the show twice. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, it's now second base. Yeah. Apparently, it's still shitty, but it's still open somehow. <laughs> Some of these bars, They have man. to be doing something, I think right? it's just the regulars are just loyal to the core, man. Yeah. Yeah, because across the street, you have, uh, what's it called? Another bikini bar. I forget what it's called, though. Oh, the Pump Room. Pump Room. Yeah. I don't know. I, for some reason, I like that one more. It's way more dive. Well, I haven't been to second base, and well, I haven't been to it as second base. Yeah, I've been to it as extremes. extremes yeah, um, pump room. It's a dive bar, but it's pretty much honest about what it is. Yeah, exactly. I, I like the place. Um, but yeah, second base. Should we do like a company outing? Why not? <laughs> we I'm gotta, down. I, I definitely want to check it out. Just we like have a Christmas party. Oh, there we go. <laughs> The extremes. It's just the part. It's more like just one shot, and then we'll we'll leave. Yeah, like, we'll leave. Yeah, yeah. This we'll just our, go back to the circle. <laughs> we'll go to the wall. We'll go to the wall. Shout out to the wall. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'd much rather do that. I am curious though. Yeah. Because I don't know if I, I've talked about this, but with Bar Rescue, I have a weird history with that show because I've been to three of the places on there. Oh. And wow. they're all before. He went in there? Uh, before he went in there, and I'm like, what does that say about me? Am I just choosing shitty places? <laughs> or John Taffer's just following you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, no, no, I take that back. The one I went to, I went to after is called Angels. It's in Corona. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's it's a weird setup. I, maybe it's more common elsewhere, but out, it's weird because I never see it. It's like half strip club and then half regular bar. What? Yeah. So you kind of like see it. It still looks kind of divey, but it's it's open. It's it's cleaner than it was on the show. Uh-huh. Um, he did. He, he made over a strip club. He he did one another one recently actually. Really? Yeah. Oh. So they do strip clubs on the show now. I didn't know that. Um, and that's crazy because he'll bring in someone uh, who works for uh, Sapphire, that the world's largest strip club in Vegas. Yes. Yeah, I went there so, one time. Yeah, so and they always say that you'll never see the same stripper again, like once or twice. It's massive. Yeah, it's just huge. Yeah, I've been there once, and like, uh, yeah, it's just gigantic. And then, yeah, Taffer brought someone in from there as a consultant for Smart. the strip club. See, that's the thing, man. If you want to do something right, you get the best quality. Yeah. Or as far as like somebody that's doing it right yeah but yeah, yeah so angels <laughs> i went to in corona I, I don't know if i could recommend it because like, <laughs> we went it, like we went it was just dead and yeah. i was like okay it's, it, at night too uh it was like late afternoon oh. so it was like right before happy hour yeah um so it was just kind of like eh, okay but the other two i went before the remodel and i can confirm that both those places were shitty, shitty yeah. so I went to extremes and then i think it's called park 34 this was way back in college though i it was uh in san francisco oh okay. so it's right by sf state uh-huh and like that's just the the bars literally like Here's campus. Here's the bar. It's oh, so it's like a it, it's easy money for them, but yeah. it's just a shitty bar. Yeah, it's like they did. That's probably why it got so shitty. Like they didn't have to try. It's like they knew most students didn't know any better. And probably that's and that's probably what happens with a lot of these places. Where yeah. it's like I don't. I'm getting good money, but at the same time, I just don't have that thing to. If I if I want to put money into it, I need somebody or some help. Basically, mm-hmm. I. Uh, yeah, I, I'm curious to like go back to Park 34 at least and see the renovations. But yeah, maybe we do something in second base. <laughs> <laughs> it's the shittiest bar. It's been there forever. <laughs> yeah, I, I. And and the one time I went there, I was already drunk, mm-hmm. so I don't even have a good memory of. Uh, what was there. I just remember it, it smelled shitty, uh-huh. and then there was like no 
when you there's no door to the bathroom, which I guess is sort of common, but there's no door. But then there's no for the stall. There's no stalls. It's just all the toilets are open. That's what I remember. Yeah. I could see like holes in the floor. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Hopefully they change that. That's always the one thing. It's like, God, man, do something with your restroom. Yeah, I'm, I always wonder how like dive bars like are still around. Like they're really like. Um, uh, well, the the really, the really sketchy ones are still around just because, you know, of all the building codes and safety codes that they have to follow. How do you get around all that? Yeah. How's it not, like, cleaner? Who knows, man? And again, I think it has to do with the regulars that just go in there all the time. Yeah. They keep that business going. How did we get to here? I have no idea. No idea. Because we were talking about, like, Bobby Flay at one point. Yeah. And then... <laughs> oh, no, I remember what I wanted to bring up with that. Like, I wanted... Apparently, this was in talks to happen, but it just never came to be. Like, I guess Bobby Flay and uh, Gordon Ramsay were supposed to go at it. As far as like a barbecue? Cooking, yeah, cooking competition. Uh-huh. And like, they were supposed to do like a pay-per-view. And I'm like, why didn't they Oh, do that, that would have been amazing. I would have paid for that. I like Gordon Ramsay, but I also like Bobby Flay more because I think Bobby Flay can, he's like great under pressure. Not to say Gordon Ramsay isn't, but yeah. Gordon Ramsay is very technical, yeah. you know, and he'll have to like very, like, I, I think he has the OCD in him where he has to like make sure everything's perfect. Mm-hmm. But Bobby though, it's like, he can make it good enough for you to enjoy it, you know? Yeah. Well, then he's also, and he's, he's been, he can do it within the time frame. Well, then he's, he's been competing. Like Forever, he's not, yeah. yeah, he's not rusty. Like, Gordon, I don't. I don't know about yeah. that. I know he. I mean, he's obviously really good at what he does as far as critiquing yeah. and all this other stuff. But can like, he I th- do it when he's in there? Yeah, I think I'd rather go to Gordon's restaurants, but I'd rather have Bobby's competition food. Oh yeah, if that makes sense. Or I'd rather eat both, just because it's better than anything I've ever eaten. So also like the guys' grocery games, because you see these people like make some fucking phenomenal stuff out of like like basic fucking food you see at grocery stores, you know. Oh, I remember Guy Fieri had a restaurant and it got like shut down because <laughs> everyone hated it. Do you remember that? No. Yeah, it was in, it was in New York City. I think no it was Times Square. Way. Yeah, everyone says it was the shittiest restaurant. Oh, <laughs> that breaks my heart. I mean, I know he has a one in Vegas that's just killing it. Okay. Yeah, but, but maybe it just didn't work out in New York. I guess. Who knows? But. <laughs> Fucking New Yorkers. <laughs> well, also, don't eat in Times Square. There's nothing authentically New York in Times Square. Sabaro? <laughs> <laughs> that was an office reference, wasn't it? Yeah, it Sabaro, was. Yeah, yeah he's like, you get the most authentic piece, slice of pizza. Then he goes, I'm going to go to Sabaro. <laughs> yeah, if you're ever in New York, don't go to Times Square. Yeah. It sucks. I saw it once, and I'm like, I'm good. I haven't been there yet. That's the that's the bucket list. Just, see, just walk around it. Because like, yeah. here's the thing. When you see it on TV, uh-huh. it's like it's all pretty for the shot or whatever. Yeah. You go there, it's unbelievably crowded. Oh yeah, and then everything there, like as far as like restaurants and like shopping, it's all chains you can see here. Oh, okay. so it's nothing special. It's just the site, and it's like you want you get your selfie and then get out. That's really it. Who was the other like? Now we're talking about food. Oh, that uh, Roy Choi, Ray Choi. The uh, guy, who, the Hawaiian dude. Yeah, the guy. No, the is he a Korean? He's uh the one that has uh bagogi or not bagogi um kojis, kojis. Okay, yeah. Oh, that dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we're talking about food. I saw him on a couple of shows. Oh, Chef with uh, John Favreau. Because mm. he uh he's the one that helped to make the movie Chef. Okay. So then they started doing the show 
this like six episode show on Netflix and they like touched a bunch of foods and things like that and they were making meals and all this stuff and they had Robert Downey Jr. on they had the Russo brothers on and they went to a restaurant in Atlanta it was pretty cool yeah uh, you know what we talked about um going to new stuff i wonder if there's like a cooking convention we can check out Dude, something I'm like totally that totally down for i'd that. be down for that yeah i mean i've had chef rainstar on the show it was like a 10 minute interview yeah, we need like, to get him either, i need to get him in here for like a, a proper interview yeah he's, he's always busy of course um and they're always, yeah maybe he's that's killing it at the wall there yeah there'd be yeah i, I know another one too through elaine that mm-hmm. like i would love to have her on um the chef at a porridge and puffs in los angeles and she what she did was uh, normally porridge is like it's just simple comfort food mm-hmm. like um like the so Asian like style oatmeal right yeah. yeah so it's just um it's it's a bit different but it's like a savory dish used mm-hmm. for dinner but normally it's it's this really simple comfort food and then I, I just felt like oh, you, you can't really do anything like that with porridge and then or you can't do anything fancy with porridge yeah. and then and then she did and i'm like oh i need to shut up this was <laughs> fucking delicious <laughs> i'll eat my words right now yeah, i'm like yeah i'll have seconds on my words if that's okay so yeah maybe maybe i can get like Maybe that's something we can dive into. Yeah, so man. Hopefully. Speaking of diving into stuff, yeah, <laughs> UFC 240, uh, somebody here has tickets to it. 241. 241, sorry. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, we skipped 240 because yeah, we, we had Comic-Con. Yeah. Um, that was a good fight, though, 240. Yeah, 240 was uh, Holloway versus Edgar. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, we missed it. Holloway retained. Um, Chris Cyborg deleted, defeated Felicia Spencer. No surprise there. Um, and then you had Jeff Neal, TKO over Nico Price. And that was a great fight because um, they both kind of did the uh, stepbrothers hit each other and yeah. go down. Yeah. That was kind of cool. <laughs> but yeah, Jeff Neal prevailed and beat Nico. And Nico's no fucking guy yeah, he down was, like that. He was in, Nico was like someone I thought like would be on the rise in the near future. But I mean, the game's just vicious now. So oh, yeah. everyone's fucking good. There's no easy fights in the UFC. Um but yeah, we got UFC 241 coming up. You got tickets to I it. I do have it's tickets. In Honda our backyard. Center. Yeah, right in the backyard, Honda Center. Lucky enough to have a coworker who was like, hey, you got tickets. You want to go? Hell yeah, I want to go. So, and we got them way in advance. So the t- ticket prices weren't too expensive. Where are your seats at? Uh, to be honest with you, I don't know. But I think in the, I mean, obviously in the Honda Center, if anybody's been there, you know that anywhere you yeah, sit, anywhere's it's going to be nice. Good. Yeah. I think last time I was there for a Ducks game, I was on the upper deck and you could see everything. everything. Yeah. I was just like, oh, shit. I used to go there a lot for WWE events, and that was great, too. Oh, WWE. Yeah, it's, right? a whole other, it's a whole other podcast. It was, yeah. It's a lot of stuff going on with WWE. <laughs> I'm just like, uh. <laughs> It's hard to keep up, man. Well, and especially now, and you, now that a lot of their practices are transparent, and you're like, what are they doing? And... We can it's talk about weird. wrestling, though, because we did just have uh, King Velasquez on a Lucha Libre. Yeah, he was at a, a AAA um, at the, their WrestleMania, which is called Triple Mania. Yeah. King uh, Velasquez, man, he can fucking go. I was Not shocked. So acrobatic, very... Yeah. Like, the, the moves that he was doing, I was like, no, that can't be him. Like, take the mask off. That's not him. Yeah, and it's him. Yeah. And he was tagging with uh, Cody Rhodes, and I was like, I can't believe that was him. That was... Like, I remember MMA journalists were going fucking nuts over it, like, yeah. holy shit. Uh, and it's it's just shocking because he's been so ravaged with injuries that he, he couldn't... That's that's really what slowed him down in the UFC, because yeah. Prime Cain Velasquez was a fucking killer. Yeah. Um, I mean, he had DC move to light heavyweight because he, he yeah. didn't want to fight him. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Can you imagine their sparring sessions? Jesus. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Kane looked great in his Lucha Libre debut, and I I couldn't believe it. Found his calling. I'm assuming. I I don't see I don't see why he would want to come back. Well, also, here's the thing: like wrestling is so physically taxing on you. I can't imagine it being uh, any less physically taxing than MMA. I mean, I would argue, some would argue that it might be even more difficult because you have to take hits in wrestling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just surprised he's doing it. I don't know how often he'll do it. Um, I would like to see him like go to like different indie promotions and fucking, I'll, I'll catch a show. Hopefully he can go to like bar wrestling in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. I'd, I'd watch Kane Velasquez, but yeah, good for him. At least he found something. Um, but yeah, but that show, AAA, like they, they're one of the bigger uh, promotions in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. So, fuck, yeah, good for Kane Velasquez. That's crazy. Um, anyway, back to UFC 241. Um, yeah, you got tickets to it. Uh, yeah. And it, I think it, it's going to be one of the top events of the year for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean this is, um, other than Poirier Khabib, this has got to be one of the big cards that they've announced, uh, and rightfully coming at the end of summer, too. So, uh, the main event is, uh, Daniel Cormier versus Stipe Miocic, uh, rematch for the heavyweight title. Um, it probably happened because Brock Lesnar didn't <laughs> take the UFC contract. Yeah. And I get it. Because it's like, why would I get... He probably makes more with WWE, and he doesn't get beat up by DC, so... And he's <laughs> kind his, of a smart move. <laughs> he's in the tail end of his career. I mean, if he wanted to make more... I don't know what kind of money he would make. Like what? what his he's making is. millions in WWE. Yeah, so... Which is, again, another issue, but you're yeah. paying him millions, and he's not even a draw for there anymore, so it's it's weird. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I'm really happy, though, for Stipe, in a sense, because... This should have been the fight long time ago. Like mm-hmm. he should have had this fight long time ago. There was, yeah. I mean, even though he defended his belt so many times, he has uh, the most most title defenses, defenses at heavyweight and yeah. heavyweight. Yeah, and he won obviously, except he lost to DC, and he should have got the rematch. Yeah, I was I was watching the the, the first fight uh, um, earlier. I might as well just fucking break down this one first, and then yeah. go to the other ones. <laughs> I was watching the first um, fight between them and. There, there was a lot of things that Stipe was doing right because he was landing some shots on DC, but DC just knew how to um, basically play with the distance. Like he knew when to stay outside. He knew when to go in for the clinch, and that's when he caught Stipe with that, with that right hand. Um, and it's not even he wound up from – well, he sort of did. It was like from his waist and uh, it was up. But he where he – where he hit him at was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. A- completely accurate. And DC also, um, I mean, the trainers, his trainers were saying it before that first fight. Um, when DC fights at heavyweight, that weight helps him out so much. He hits so much harder and absolutely true to knock out Stipe in that fashion. Yeah. Um, it's going to be hard pressed to see if we, I mean, the way the fight goes, if DC wins, I think it'd be hard pressed to see if John Jones steps up a heavyweight. Oh no, I think Jones wants yeah. to fight him, and I know Jones wants to fight him, but it wouldn't. It shouldn't be at heavyweight, though. <sighs> I don't know about so. that because I, I go back and forth because I, I feel like Cormier's already heavyweight champ. You know, I'd like to see Cormier fight for the light heavy, get another shot at the light heavyweight belt, but at the same time, I think the fight's more interesting if Jones comes up. Um, if Jones wins, then it's like, 
then he's I mean we already know he's the best right now but that this would just cement it then there's no argument there's no argument um there's I think you can throw all those picos and all the other bullshit away because if he beats him at heavyweight they're goddamn yeah um th- I mean that would be it um but uh, but I mean uh before that talk of Jones fighting him fighting Jones again happened I, I was kind of over the idea just because we've already seen DC lose to him twice yeah why do we need to see it again um th- th- I think that's kind of tilting my favor and towards heavyweight like uh-huh. that's why the fight is having a heavyweight that's where dc has the advantage dc's not drained he has more knockout power level of playing field yeah um and in even in their last fight the dc had with jones there were some things that dc was doing right and he was getting you know he was uh uh nullifying that reach advantage yeah you know um he still got knocked out but there were some things there that we're working uh with stipe here i oh, he's got his work cut out for him uh and what do you think on this one yeah i i think that with the fight with the last fight it was a knockout and you know it's hard to say that when you come back from knockouts you know if if it was a technicality on the decision or if you know it could swing either way but this was a knockout in the first round yeah you know yeah. It, it's hard to say like oh yeah it, you know it was just a fluke no man you got fucking knocked out and you got knocked out hard you know? yeah it was pinpoint accurate yeah and dc again hits way and don't harder. get me wrong i fucking love steve i think he's an amazing fighter i think he's an amazing person i i love everything about him uh unfortunately he's just not that type of person where you can sell to an audience i i mean the to the casual fans for us i mean yeah i love the way he fights i love how he was able to uh withstand francis naganu Mm-hmm. For five rounds, yeah, that was an outstanding performance. Yeah, yeah, and but I just don't see him being able to beat DC. Yeah, um, I, again, things were working. He was connecting. He um, again is more DC, knowing how to play that range game. Uh, there was the eye poke, um, but I, I felt like they gave Stepe enough time, and, and DC was landing before that. Yeah, DC was doing that thing where he's kind of playing. Pat, I guess Jones does it too. Yeah, a lot of fighters. That thing, that. the thing, the patty cake thing, where their hands are out. Yeah, um, I'm torn on that because it does work, but at the same time, the eye pokes are so like frequent with that mm-hmm. technique. So, um, but yeah, I mean, Stepe couldn't keep DC on the outside. I don't know why he's clinching up with, or maybe it's DC clinching up with him. But yeah, Stepe should have just kept him the outside. Um, that was working for him. Uh, from what I saw, it's been a long time since I've seen DC be in a wrestling match, too. You know, yeah, and that's uh, the funny thing with the wrestlers; they yeah. become as soon as they get a handle on striking, they just fall in love with it. Not to say that they can't handle their own when they go to the ground, but yeah, it's just hard to see. You know, you rarely see them go to the ground. I think the last time I saw uh, uh, DC go to the ground was when he fought a uh, big uh, what's his name, um, uh, big uh, big or Black Beast. Oh, Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis, yeah. That's the last time I saw him go. Obviously, you're going to take Black Beast to the ground like that, you know? Yeah. You're not going to try to strike with him. Yeah. Um, you think the layoff will affect Stipe? Because um, it was over a year ago when they fought. He's fighting fires. Yeah. He'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's a fucking pro. Uh, guys like that, you just don't... I don't ever weather if they're going to come back and not be ready. Yeah. Um, with that said, I, I feel like this fight goes to decision. I'm gonna I'm gonna go DC again on this one. Yeah. I think Miocic will make this a, a tougher fight, but I don't think uh, he he gets the W here. And that's that's again 
It's not that I don't like Miocic. It's just based on the last fight, I, I got to go with DC on this one. I would like it if he retired after this one, but we all know if he wins that that Jones fight happens. Actually, it might happen at heavyweight, not for DC, but let's see Miocic wins. Mm-hmm. I st- you still might want to make that fight, Jones-Miocic for heavyweight. I, I, I still think Jones still has a lot to go on in the light heavyweight because you got Johnny Walker that's going to fight Corey Anderson. True. thing with Johnny Walker, I just don't want him push too soon you know i mean that's Corey anderson's a big test man still it's just like i would hope i would wish he would have fought like dominic I, reyes i wish they would like develop those guys more because you do yeah. have a lot of promising talent there but yeah. they're getting pushed to the, like the top five after beating like one guy who's not even ranked and then you're like well what the hell are we doing here what the so yeah. the, like light heavyweight is kind of a wasteland right now there's not a lot of established talent there's guys on the rise but as far as like top contenders, it's not like the early two thousands when mm-hmm. like everyone was like a fucking monster. Yeah, and there's a lot more yeah. restrictive Usada. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, what do you th- What do you think? Do you uh, I don't think anything changes. I just think the round changes. Third round knockout, DC. Yeah, Stipe is definitely gonna be more prepared for this one, but I'm gonna have a decision on that one. Um, let's go to the bottom of the main card. The opener at middleweight is Derek Brunson versus uh, Ian Heinish. Um, I really like the Heinish kid. 13-0, uh, man. Yeah, he's coming off... Uh, well, he came off the Contender Series, and he won his first couple in the UFC. I think... How much... What is it? What's his record? 13-1. Or 13-1. Yeah, 13-1. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Um, he looks fucking great. I don't, I don't know what else to say about him. Um, good wrestler, really aggressive. Uh, in his Contender's... Um, uh, finale match like he uh, what I liked about him is that he was active wherever he was he got put it on his back and he was going for the submission he was um, scrambling to get out he was, he, he was a very active fighter um, you could tell he can sharpen his, a lot of his tools but at the same time he, he's young yeah dude he he looks like he has a good grasp on what he wants to do yeah actually these first couple of fights have like a couple of young bucks like fighting um kind of more established guys Derek brunson's one of those guys like again he's another one you thought you would see him in the title picture at some point but he just couldn't put together that win streak um he's lost the top guys like of course israel and then, right true uh, that israel fight though man true. Uh, they had like both animosity towards one another yeah true but it's like he hasn't been let's see he's won three out of his last seven yeah three out of his last eight mm-hmm. i'm like ooh, what's going it's not good yeah or three out of his last seven yeah three um but they're all they're all top guys Ronaldo Zuza, Israel Asanya, right? Uh, but the he's Spider and Robert Whittaker. All but he, of them have been champions. I, I don't know about Ronaldo, but, but he's but yeah. he still lost. Is the thing yeah. like you thought like he was going to be potentially the next guy, but yeah, I mean, uh, he hasn't been able to keep it together. He you, did. He is coming off a win though against uh, Elias Theodoru, um, who just got cut based off that one loss. That was so weird. That was a weird too, one. Man, yeah, he was coming off a couple of great wins, and he lost once to. And it was a what was it a uh, going into that fight he was like he had won his previous three and then he got c- 
cut after the loss to Brunson. So I I don't know what. And it was a decision. The deal it wasn't was. like it was he got knocked out or anything. Uh, yeah, maybe some some beef going on. Who knows? Fucking Who knows? I <laughs> Yeah, I guess if you if you're boring, quote unquote boring to him, like you get cut, and I'm like that that sucks because they were still winning and what they were doing was effective. Or if you edit a video and say he said <laughs> what he didn't, who knows? Uh cyborg mess. I feel so bad for her, man. I yeah. Because <laughs> it's obviously wasn't her doing some fucking jackass in her camp. Well, it's her boyfriend. Was it her boyfriend? It's her boyfriend that runs her social media. Yeah, so then it was her it's boyfriend. It's shitty. And oh, I'm like, you, you should not, you should hire someone else to run your social media. Or dump your fucking boyfriend. Yeah. Or beat the shit out of her. Or beat the shit she out could, of yeah. She could beat the shit out of her I'm boyfriend. I'm her. She'd beat the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> but I heard she's a sweet lady, so. No, in all the interviews, yeah, she seems like it. But, but I'm, I just sucks yeah. for her to go out like that because she was a formal champion. Like she, she put a lot of women's MMA, you know, on the map as well. Yeah, as far as like Absolutely. being a pioneer in women's fighting. Um, we the first know, real monster. Exactly, yeah. everybody knew her name. Like, yeah. oh yeah, and she fucking went by Cyborg. You know, everybody yeah. knew who fucking Cyborg was. Um, yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't think she's coming back to the UFC after that last. I think that was the last fight on her contract. Yeah, and they they, they released her. They yeah. just they said they're not going to resign her. So they might get her on a one fight contract with Amanda Nunez again. But they should. Um, yeah, and 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 then along with that fight, you hear the typical he said she said bullshit of like she wants the fight. No, I w- I don't want the fighter. Yeah, it, it's stuff like that. And I'm like just. Either make it happen or don't. Exactly. Yeah, I, I hate hearing about it. Just like, I'll worry about it when it's signed. Mm-hmm. Um, with that said, I hope she ends up in Bellator or one championship and makes her money there. Yeah. I, I think uh, the owner of Bellator would probably treat her really well. Yeah. Scott Coker, Scott like, Coker, he, yeah. he tends to treat his fighters really well. Yeah. And they got but that Viacom money, so. If they go to one, though, I don't know how well she would thrive out there, you know? Uh, she'd annihilate everyone. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, mean, like, I, I don't think they have her opponents. popularity. You know, <laughs> uh, well, it's not that. It's more like they don't have opponents for. Her. I don't know how many one forty fivers they have. Exactly out there. Um, Ryzen probably Japan. They could put together some kind of freak show. <laughs> Fight yeah. this old dude. <laughs> 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 um. But anyway, yeah. Back to Brunson. Back to Brunson. Sorry. Um. Yeah. Brunson looked like one of those guys who we thought was going to be. Like the guy at some point, but uh, yeah, just hasn't been able to put the wins together. I know he's fought top competition, but uh, it, he really needs this win because um, now I, I kind of see why they booked it. It's this. It's either Brunson's last chance or uh, Ian Hein Heinrich's like uh, Heinish's like first big step because he's put together a couple of wins in the UFC already. Um, this is first test. Yeah, this first real test. This is a name he's fighting finally. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I tend to root for those guys because uh, it's on the way up. Um, nothing against Brunson. Um, uh, he, uh, I mean, Brunson's good all around. Great strike again. He he did have a fun fight to watch with Adesanya up until that knockout. Um, I think it's always for the like the seasoned vets that they weather the first storm in the beginning of the round because you always see these young cats always come out and just fucking balls of fury. Yeah. Uh, which I feel like between the two rookies we have in the car, I think Heinrich should be more likely to do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, who do you got for this one? I'm gonna go Heinrich. Gonna Heinrich. Yeah, I'm gonna go a second round. I don't think he can do a full three rounds. I'm gonna do a second round TKO. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say I think this ends a TKO. Also, I think this goes first round. I think Heinrich. I'm going to go big on this. I hope Heinrich makes a name for himself on this one. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, and then we get that highlight Instagram video. It's like, yo. Oh, dude. Uh, <laughs> uh, next up at featherweight, we have Gabriel Benitez versus Sadiq Youssef. I really like this Youssef guy. He's, he's fucking fun to watch. Um, again, another young guy coming off the contender series. Um, very good with his strikes. Um, the thing that struck me the most about him, though, very calm and composed for such a young fighter. Yeah. Because when you hear 25-year-old, when you hear the the phrase 25-year-old fighter, he's going to fight like a, a young, wild, um, inexperienced guy. That's not what I got from uh, Yusuf. He looked fantastic uh, in his uh, first few appearances. He looked really good in that contenders finale. Um, this contender series, man, these guys that are coming out of there, they're, they're putting in some work. Yeah. I'm and then, really that, liking these guys a lot. Yeah, and that show is how you should do that. I'm glad they got rid of the old Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. Oh, I, wait, are they still doing Ultimate know. Fighter? I don't see why they would, but... Yeah, either way, like this is what it should be. It, it was should so be much this. of a hassle for the fighters themselves, yeah. you know, and the, you heard them all complaining about it, you know? Um, you always see these highlights of these guys just not wanting to be there, you know, and it's just part of the, their camp and things like that, and then training. Yeah, it's just six weeks. And yeah, just like stuck at this house. Exactly. And, yeah. Um. But yeah, Yusuf, um, young. I like the way he fights. He um, very patient. Mixes up his combinations. Um, has a great calf kick. Um, fucking dismantled Mike Davis's leg in that um in his contenders finale fight. Um, yeah, this, this this kid has like all the potential in the world. I forgot who he's training with, but if he's at the right camp, then like sky's the limit for him. Uh, Gabriel Benitez has been on the shelf for the past year. I was a big fan of him when he was on uh, Ultimate Fighter Latin America. Um, what was the last fight? It was. Uh, God, May May of yeah. last year, May almost of 2018. Year More God than damn. yeah, a year and a half almost. Yeah, um, and he's he's very good. He won that with like a KO slam. Yeah, when I remember. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, Holy shit! I uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things. Another thing where again, guy who's he's been in the UFC uh, for a little bit. Um, got experience, and then they're putting him against this young, hungry fighter in uh, Sadiq Youssef, who I believe is nine and one. Um, yeah, he's been in the UFC since twenty fourteen. Um, yeah, not a bad record, uh, but isn't hasn't really broken through yet. Um, he was part of that crop of fighters that came off the first Latin uh, UFC uh, Ultimate fighter latin america i was a big fan of that one actually yeah. i don't know i watched that one on the when Who's i saw on that fight one? pass i think it was kane and verdum oh okay that was a good one of course they would highlight that yeah big time guys that mexican mexican heritage yeah that was that was a bad fight for kane though too very bad fight yeah. that was a weird one too because verdum speaks better spanish than kane yeah and like like he appealed to the mexican crowd a little bit more is weird Popularity range is different. Yeah, it was just weird. Uh, obviously, Kane found his way back to Mexico in AAA, <laughs> but <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, this is gonna be a tough one for Gabriel. I mean, he's got more experience, obviously. Um, solid all around, solid grappler, solid striker. Um, long layoff, though. Yeah, really long layoff. Uh, and then this Yusuf guy is young and hungry and. He's yeah, already fun to watch, man. Fun to watch, but also too, he's he's fought a couple fights prior to this. So yeah, this isn't uh, again. This is a 
a step up for Yusuf and um, but I mean he's got the experience already so it's not like it's not like his UFC debut or anything uh, and like I said before he comes off much more composed than your regular 25 26 year old fighter but he's uh, also this is his first fucking pay-per-view man this is his first pay-per-view yeah. so but uh this again for both Yusuf and uh, Heinish um oh, on the main card I'm sorry yeah pay-per-view main card um but yeah for both Yusuf and Heinish these are big opportunities for them again again listen if you listen to me I usually root for that um I kind of want those guys to get their shot um at le- or at least look good if, oh, yeah. if they if they lose you know go out in a blaze of glory um yeah man i, I feel like yusuf's got gabriel's number on this one what do you think yeah i'm gonna go yusuf i'm gonna go with the uh, decision decision yeah yeah i'm gonna go decision as well um it's it's funny for how hard yusuf hits but he doesn't have a lot of knockout w- or at least in the ufc i don't think he has any knockout wins yet um but yeah those, Very those, those late kicks, though. Yeah, look. I mean, keep an eye on those two guys, Yusuf and Heinish. I hope they they do well in the UFC. Uh, next up at middleweight, we have our first um, fight with like two bigger names. That like uh, th- this fight's been on our radar for a long time. It's just finally hoping, happening. I've been hoping they've been fighting for a long time, and I, you know what? I think it's perfect for them the fight where I'm going to watch it. Just, see it. Yeah, it's just one set of abs versus another set of abs. No. Um. <laughs> But not only that, though, the power, the no-neck mm-hmm. fucking guys that just fucking hit hard. Yeah, you have, uh, we have Yoel Romero versus uh, Paulo Costa. Um, man, Romero, I mean, if you've seen Romero, he looks like a Street Fighter character. Yeah. It, it's just insane. I think of what Street Fighter he could be. But yeah. He's also got that money now, that, oh, yeah. <laughs> that wrong... <laughs> <laughs> the wrongful lawsuit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or uh, was it wrongful... Tests. Test, or, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I guess um, Yul Romero, if you don't know, uh, if you look at him and I said he did steroids, you'd probably be like, yeah, no shit. But uh, he got popped for something by USADA and he was on the shelf for a long time. He wins a lawsuit to get, I think it was something ridiculous, like $27 million. It was $20 million. 20 something, something ridiculous. Who knows how because much money it, he settled fa- out of court with, but yeah, yeah, he, he pretty he sure was, he got paid. Yeah, he was able to prove that, no, I didn't cheat. I, I, this is a bad result. Yeah. And so he won his money and then he's finally back in the octagon. Um, I think this is a perfect match for him. Yeah, vicious well, re- for both fighters. Yeah. yeah, vicious um, striker, but uh, obviously his his wrestling background is his biggest strength, mm-hmm. and yeah, he's just Big freakishly strong. Yeah, um, and a then wrestler. You have, yeah. yeah, and then you have Paulo Costa, who's been who's knocked out his last what three four opponents. This dude is a fucking beast himself. Um, younger dude, twenty eight. Oh yeah, that's the thing I forgot to mention. I, Yoel is over forty. Yeah, so that, that, that's insane. But he still looks. Better than ninety nine percent of the population. TKO punches Uriah Hall, Johnny Hendricks. I mean the God last damn. last five opponents. Excuse me, and he's finished everyone he's fought. <laughs> this guy was in a thing called Jungle Fight. Holy fuck! Yeah, so he's got uh, out of his twelve wins, one is submission. Everything else is a TKO or a KO. <laughs> so. Dude. Holy shit! Um, this should be an amazing fight uh, again. Great opportunity for Costa, for uh, Costa, however you say it. Yeah. Great opportunity for Costa and um, another, basically, I, I feel like this is trying to figure out title eliminator. Like, who, who do we put toward the 185 belt? Um, Co- Costa versus uh, Israel, that, that'd that be a good fight. He's got to fight Robert Whitaker first, but yeah. yeah. 
That would be um, amazing. I, I that's a lot of power, a lot of power versus a lot of finesse. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like Israel's gonna take Whitaker to be honest, but we'll see. Like, actually, any of those matchups, Whitaker, Costa, Whitaker, all, all of that. All those th- matchups between the three of them, that's I fantastic. Whitaker, I mean, that Whitaker-Romero fight, that was really close. Was close. Yeah. I thought. I, I thought Romero... I thought he could have won. He, yeah. Romero could have won that one. Because um, Whitaker took a fucking beating. Yeah. He's also not healthy. No. The thing. That's the thing I always worry about him. He's like another Cain Velasquez where he's just... How healthy Ravaged he by injury after injury. Yeah. Or if it's not injury, it's staff. And you're like, God damn it. Something, man. Yeah, just... Yeah. just Put their wrap their gym in bubble tape or something. <laughs> just keep them fucking healthy. Uh, it's like the preseason of football. Just, I, at this point, it, the UFC should just send someone just watch him. Be like, hey, just maybe maybe not take your bike to the gym. Just get get. I'll pay for the Uber. Just <laughs> oh man. But yeah, no. This fight is uh, the sculptures of men. I mean, these guys are just chiseled. Yeah, <laughs> just fucking chiseled. not an ounce of no. fat in the ring. I don't know how it's they, all with the referee. I don't, know how they, I don't know how they get to their weight, but they do. And God, good for them. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's um I think you well when he was on the Rogan podcast that it's just genetics because he said growing up like every wrestler in his program was built like him. Oh really? So, so, so whatever the fuck's in Cuba is. Well, we don't know what's in Cuba anymore. Yeah. Oh, we do know what's in Cuba now. We can't, but yeah, we, we can go there. Back there, gotta, back in the day. Yeah, gotta, who those knows? Cuban supplements, man. Who, who knows? <laughs> well, look at uh who's that guy? Uh, Yasel Puig. He came in from Cuba, mm-hmm. and that dude's a fucking beast himself. Yeah. God. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably just I, genetics. This is the one it's like, I totally don't know. I just want a fucking firefight. Oh, I just want them to swing for the fences. Just fucking just... Oh, God. Like like we were talking about earlier, Step Brothers, where they both just knock each other out. Yeah, here's the thing. Like, again, I I think I said in a previous podcast, like, UL's like, you know, he's over 40. Um, I, 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 I think like this was. I think this was. I think this was against Luke Rockhold, and I, I was giving the edge to Rockhold, but Yoel was able to knock him out. So, I mean, I could say the same things here. It's like, oh, okay, well, it's fighting a younger, uh, more refined guy, but it's. Well, I don't even know if he's more refined, really, but yeah. younger guy. But I mean, you, you can't count him out. And I would love, I would love to see Costa just keep the train rolling. But at the same time, you can never count Yoel out. No, and I'm, I'm not. I'm going to take Romero. I take Romero in this one. Yeah, how do you, as he win? Oh, fuck, man. Oh, because Romero can go five rounds, but I don't want to see him go five rounds. I don't want to see either. Uh, yeah, I definitely don't want to see a decision here no. because that last round will be. Or I'm sorry, three rounds. Yeah, I, three I don't. Round I don't want to yeah. see it go the distance because they will be so tired yeah. by the end of it. <laughs> I just, I know they could. It'd be three rounds. So it'll be yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll go second round knockout, Romero. Second round knockout, and that's gonna be a hard task to do because both these guys Oof. have strong chins. I'll go. I'll go first round knockout Costa Ooh. just cause just cause. <laughs> um, yeah I'll I'll do that just because like I I hope it's just fucking one of them makes it a mess <laughs> oh. or like one knocks one knocks one down and the other one gets back up and just yeah but I could also see Yoel you know faking fainting that and then going for the takedown oh, and yeah. doing that so who fucking knows and then you got to remember Romero's still um, not Romero uh, fucking. Costa's still a, a black belt in jiu-jitsu, so you, you never know. If it does go to the ground, who knows? But he's really good at wrestling. He's, yeah. yeah. Romero's really good at wrestling. Mm, Costa's so. really good at knocking people out. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, fuck, man. 
like really oh. good. Like you don't see a lot of records like that anymore. Uh-huh. Undefeated, and they're all finishes. I really want to see like a great overall like fight. Just them. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna go Costa just just because. <laughs> we'll see. Shit. Next up, the co-main event at uh, welterweight. We have Anthony Pettis and Nate Diaz. You're gonna have a great time at this dude, event, man. I <laughs> cannot wait for this fight. This fight is gonna be amazing. I uh, this could headline the get, this could yeah, headline this the could event, headline, yeah. and th- that would be fine because these two motherfuckers, seasoned vets, seen it all, done it all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Nate Diaz has been on top of his game for a long time ever since he's fought McGregor. Uh, Anthony Pettis, fucking Wheaties been on a Wheaties box you know there's so much we can say about these guys they have their resumes are so yeah, patent they're, I, they're so long I think we've broken them down multiple times yeah. on the show so it's I mean I, I know I do remember that we, we sort of counted Pettis out at one point but he's kind of been he's been looking good in his last few fights well I think it it, even when, even with the loss to Tony Ferguson that was more like a corner stoppage because he broke yeah, his was, hand yeah. and he looked he was he, doing well in that fight mm-hmm. as well yeah he, he dropped Tony yeah Tony was hurt pretty bad yeah. in that fight um, then he did the Dark Souls roll and Dude, survived. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, Pettis' record in his last, well, let's see, uh, seven fights, eight fights has been pretty spotty. Uh, he went. He also went on that skid right before, but I mean, there's still some um, flashes of his greatness still there. Oh, yeah. um, he's not completely, I can't count him out. You know, I was wrong in the last fight. I think it's um, the one we we picked. A, I think I picked Kiesa to beat him, and um, was it Kiesa? Yeah, I think it was Kiesa. And this that was, was uh, that was when they fought shit on the steep. No, Stephen Thompson. Was he it fought Stephen Thompson? Yeah, but did we pick that card? I don't think we picked that one. Kiesa. Oh no, no, the Kiesa. I think we did pick that one. Yeah, that yeah. Was I think the one, most of us picked Kiesa. And that was the that was another steep DC. That was the first fight. So yeah, yeah. And I mean, I did. I counted him out on that one just because of his record so far since then. And dude, he's he's come along. I mean, for you to knock out Wonder Boy, no, and Wonder Boy's fought. Uh, Tyrone Woodley. Well, just you that, know, that, and that. Tyrone Woodley never knocked him out. Yeah. And so for you to knock him out. Off the off the fence like that, mm-hmm. god damn man, it's phenomenal. Yeah, just, that's uh, why they call him Showtime. Yeah, I mean they still show that highlight of him uh, kicking Ben Henderson in yeah. the face. That never gets never old. Never gets old. It's just like oh, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's something like when you try to do on the video game, and you still can't do it, right? Yeah, you know when like um, like our elders talk about watching like this home run from so and so or this touchdown pass from whatever, oh, yeah. whatever. Like that Showtime kick is oh. like my one of mine because like I saw that like um, when it was on TV, yeah. and I was just like oh shit. <laughs> My roommate at the time was just like, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Mine was like, you gotta watch one, this right now. <laughs> that one, and then when Spider, he caught the kick. I forgot who he fought, but he caught the, he caught the kick in, in his uh, rib. He caught it, and then he knocked out the guy. <sighs> oh, it was, uh, I think that was James Irving. James Irving, yeah. yeah. Where um, he caught the kick, and then you see Irving like, oh, fuck. fuck yeah. And then he just knocks it's him out. It's like, he be fucked up, and then yeah. Anderson made him pay. It yeah. It was just like, oh, <laughs> that was bad. That, that was another one. It was like, oh, and then the uh, spider, when he did the Vitor Belfort head kick. Yeah. Knocked him out. There the front his, kick. Yeah, the front kick. Oh, That's man. funny how that move was like everywhere for a bit. That yeah. front kick. Like, it was always there, but it just became... Like in, because yeah. I I think before that it was like the the foot stomps and the Superman punches, but you don't see those anymore. Mm-mm. Nowadays it's it's the oblique kicks and the little little low calf kicks. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Or the uh, Gabriel Gonzaga knocks out. Uh, what's his name? 
Crow Cop. Crow Cop with yeah. his with his signature move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, oh God. But, but yeah, no, it's just funny how certain moves go in and out of style. It's just like okay. <laughs> what was his past fight night? They uh, we didn't even talk about Colby, but that past fight night, like everybody was getting choked out. Yeah, and then Herb he missed a couple of them where he was like, uh, you know, they're already they're already passed out before you can check them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a tough job, ref. Oh god, dude. Yeah. Actually, Colby, I, we didn't even talk about that. Colby yeah, I was winning. gonna bring it up in the. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, Pettis Dia. I mean, Anthony Pettis, excellent striker, uh, good jujitsu, and then I would say slightly the reverse for Nate Diaz. Good, good boxer, really. More than because I don't really see him throw kicks, Mm-mm. and then excellent jujitsu. So I mean they're matched up well. This should be fun. Um, I haven't seen as much trash talk from Nate for this one, but it's been a while for him, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean they they've had a long history where um, Nate said that uh, Anthony oh. was dodging him earlier in the career I, when wow. he when he. Um, when yeah. he had the belt, yeah. you know, and Showtime was saying, "Well, fuck! If you want to fight, let's fight. Sign yeah. the fucking contract. I'm not here to fight you outside of the ring. I'm here. I'm here to make money." Yeah. So they had that little like snippet of uh, uh, of the ad of them trying to. Um, you know, oh wow! I didn't realize. Show. I thought uh, Nate had another fight after Connor. I guess not. Like, yeah, last time I fought was, yeah, was Connor back in 2016. Uh, I guess if Nate's going to fight someone after such a long layoff, I guess it should be a, a veteran who's um, not past their prime. But, no. But, I mean, definitely not at the peak. No, not at all. But he's yeah. still there. He's uh, still there. Yeah, it's good. That makes a lot of sense, and it's a marquee name, so at least Nate will come out and fight. But, yeah, I, I just that's my frustration with the Diaz brothers. I'm, I'm a huge fan of them, but it's like they just wait for money. Like, I know they're a draw, but... I wish they were more active. Or maybe they don't give a fuck. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, Nate, if you've never seen him before, excellent boxer. His strength is oh, – his best strength, I think, is his jiu-jitsu. Um, uh, obviously had those uh, marquee wins against, like, Connor or win against Connor McGregor, even though that second fight, it really could have gone either way. Um, he's been like, uh, let's see, Gray Maynard, Jim Miller, Michael Johnson. Um, Michael Johnson. So he's had some, I mean, he's been in the UFC a long time. I actually remember he was on the Ultimate Fighter mm-hmm. 5. Yeah. Um, and there's like, what, 20 something of them now? Yeah. But I remember Ultimate Fighter 5, and it was just like, holy shit. Yeah, actually, that season was. Folks, if you have Fight Pass, go back and watch that season because there's a bunch of killers that on that stacked. show. <laughs> yeah, that was stacked. You had like, um, who else on there? I, th- I think you had um, fucking Joe Lozon on there too. And I was just like, what? Yeah. Yeah, Joe Lozon and Green Maynard were both on that on that season. So was Manny Gamborian. Yeah, there's a lot of guys on that um, uh, on that uh, on that season of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I was hoping like Nate would be able to like get us excited for this again, but I think he's just there to fight, and he's definitely got his work cut out for him. Anthony's been at least active in the past, past few years. years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, win or lose, he's always you know he's come he's come with it. So, yeah. I mean that. I mean I know layoffs can be overcome. Just look at Dominic Cruz, but man, that's a long time. But Nate, twenty sixteen, he's a. 
triathlon, you know? He's, he's going to be in shape. Like, cardio-wise, yeah, he'll be in shape. He's always a pro, man. That sure. talks shit. He'll always bring it. Yeah. It just depends on how the rust is as far as the fighting ability That's goes. That's a you long know, that, layoff, the, man. The timing, the technique, the, you know, yeah, you can have a wherewithal as far as your cardio goes, but when it comes to fighting in the ring, it's just, it's a different game, man. Yeah. So, you know, when that instinct kicks in again, it's not like it's second nature. It takes a little bit. So, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go Pettis in this one. I don't. I don't think he finishes Nate, um, but I, I definitely think Pettis is gonna have the advantage here. He's gonna be able to outpoint him. I. I don't know if Nate has a. I mean, it'll be it'll be a good fight. Don't get me wrong, but I, I just feel like Anthony staying sharp, our last couple of fights, and Nate being gone for so long that that's still gonna affect him. So. Um, but again, I could be wrong. So who knows? You're gonna have a great time watching this oh, one. Oh hell yeah! Uh, this is 185, but I'm gonna, right? This is welterweight. Oh welterweight. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so uh, Pettis, I'm gonna go decision on this one. What do you think? Uh, this is Pettis's. Uh, What's the third belt at welterweight? Uh, second or third, yeah. Second or third belt on welterweight, and coming off uh, beating Wonder Boy, and then what was the fight with Giesa? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, he's he's shown no. Um, what do you call it? Uh, no decline in his fighting abilities as far as going up weight. And, you know, there's people who go up weight that can lose some of their abilities, but he hasn't shown any of that. So I'm going to go yeah. with Pettis. I, I love Nate. Actually, yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Yeah. Um, Pettis made a name for himself more at 155, um, but him at 170. Dude, looks great. He he's looks healthy. Amazing. He's not uh, He's not drained. I, I'm help. really hoping, like, that becomes the trend. Like, hey, just if you can't, if you can. Like go up a weight class. Obviously, we had our talk with um, uh, Richie last week, but yeah. you know his frame. It's like I have to fight at one sixty. But uh, if you can afford to go up one more weight class, do it, man. And he Just looks don't like be he, that drained. Yeah, he looks like he's doing great. Uh, I mean, the past two fights he's done amazing as far as winning um, and knocking out Wonder Boy and getting triangle uh, triangle armbar with Giesa. Um, yeah. I, I just I really like Pettis, man. Yeah. I don't get me wrong, I love Nate Diaz. I love where he stands. I like his fighting ability. Um he always brings it no matter what fight he's in. He's always relentless with his jab. But I just don't see Pettis losing this fight. So I'm gonna go with the decision as well. Um okay. Pettis beats Nate Diaz. I think the Nate Diaz can withstand with everything, just being a fucking prideful man and having a heart of a fucking lion, but I just don't see him going down. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, yeah, and that's it for the UFC 241 breakdown. Uh, it have the fights will take place uh, Saturday, uh, August 17th, and it'll be at the Honda Center in Anaheim. Um, yeah, say hi to Dave if you find him in the crowd. Yeah, <laughs> <If you find laughs> me, yeah. come say hi. <laughs> It'll be a group of nine of us, so it'll be fun. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Taking have a drink. Girl. Buy drink. Buy David drink. Yeah, right. Taking, <laughs> taking the girlfriend too. She's gonna. She's a huge Nate Diaz fan too. Yeah. So. Not not the reason why I'm not picking her, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be like, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but oh yeah, if you wanna, yeah, some so current events for current us. Current events. Uh, so first one is heel of the year, and that has to go to Colby Covington for his comments oh, about absolutely. Matt Hughes. Um, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and there's so many reviews about him i think the best one is uh thomas luke thomas and how the fact that like this is just his this is just his his personality as far mm-hmm. as him being a fighter uh, you know he talks about how great of a guy he is when you get to know him but yeah this is just his persona this is just a facade yeah he's selling tickets i've mm. seen i've heard that from pretty much every 
media outlet that says that about Covington. And then I actually saw a video on Reddit. Um, a younger, like, up-and-coming fighter came up and talked to him. Uh-huh. And a Mexican fighter, just to, again, I know he has the MAGA persona and all that, but a young Mexican fighter came up, talked to him, and Co- uh, Colby was extremely respectful gave him a lot of good advice and the fighter even said like yeah i wish you would show more of this side of you man and then he's like it doesn't sell tickets yeah so So. i don't like his gimmick either but it definitely gets attention you know gimmick or not though man he he's good good. that's the one thing you can't deny he Mm -hmm. is good he made robbie lawler look terrible some of those rounds are 10-8 probably yeah yeah, it looks so bad. Yeah, so bad, and it's not easy to do. No, and I know again, people saying you know Robbie's kind of past his prime. Still, still. it's still Robbie Lawler, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and Robbie Colby, Lawler looked great going into the fight. Like yeah, he, his he looked in great shape. He looked like he was sound enough to take Colby down, and mm-hmm. no, it didn't happen. Yeah, um, I'm actually looking forward to the uh, the matchup him and Kamara. That's the I mean, you have to make that match now. Yeah. Um, just based on that. Um, no disrespect to Masvidal, he deserves a title shot too. But I, I mean, Colby's been waiting so long. They took his interim title without anything happening to him. Um, and then there's like a real hatred between him and Kamara Usman. So yeah. that was just a lot of shit talking. <laughs> yeah. Um, not very good shit talking, unfortunately, but still shit talking. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, there was a tweet that went out that said, Ben Askren said, I'm sorry that I didn't beat Masvidal because now you get to hear fucking Colby Covey titty. Yeah. Kamara <laughs> <laughs> talk. I think Asher got more fans after that loss. Yeah. The way he handled it, he was just like, <laughs> so he handled it perfectly. <laughs> I- <laughs> so the next current event is actually Masvidal. Uh, and somewhat thanking him for fighting. He goes, he thanks every fighter that gets steps in the ring with him. But as far as like, that's just a general thank you. But for anything else, he don't give a fuck about Ben Askren. But it's, that's the game. Yeah, but what you? Ben, but uh, Jorge has become a big time name since he's beat Askren. Not to say that, oh, of course, yeah, fastest knockout in UFC history, I yeah. believe. Uh, and there, it's it's one of the most fun ones to watch too. Oh, yeah. You're like, holy shit! It, it's funny because there's a there's a pro wrestling move called the V trigger that Kenny Omega does. It's a running knee, uh-huh. and it's funny seeing his version of it. And you do appreciate how precise he has to be to not knock the guy out. Because when you see someone actually land what he does, yeah, and like, oh, it looks like that. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> you see the real thing, and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> And so, going stepping with that um, same thing, Masvidal's vows to eliminate the bug Leon Edwards off the face of the earth, but he's not going to fight him next. He's going to wait until he can get the title fight. I like that. Yeah. That's a smart move. I think Leon Edwards, no offense to him, is would be a step backward, mm-hmm. especially after such a highlight reel knockout. He definitely should wait for the winner of Usman and Covington. Um and uh, I totally forgot about that little feud because yeah. it was like a backstage thing. And then right after he, he, le- he left the he left the interview. Masvidal leaves the interview, and then he goes to punch Leon Edwards. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. Two, what was it? Uh, two piece in a soda. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that'd be. I mean, assuming Edwards gets more wins, I, I feel like that'd be a good. I think uh, it, title first title defense if uh, Masvidal gets ends up being the title uh, ends up being champion. Yeah, it would be nice. I I mean, I really like Leon Edwards coming off an eight five game or eight five win streak, and 
I would like to see that fight. Yeah. Be prior to them fighting the champion. I, yeah. I'd see that would be like whoever's the next title contender. Yeah. It, it's just that Masvidal has so much momentum now. Yeah. It would be a bad idea to take that fight now. So I think Masvidal waiting for a title shot is yeah. the right move to do. Uh, and he has a really good chance of getting it too. That high profile win. That's exactly what Dana White wants to see. Like mm-hmm. Exciting guys that knock people out. So... Um, next one is uh, Henry Cejudo calls out Valentina Shevchenko for the intergender championship belt. He called out um, he called out Amanda Nunez. What? Yeah, so he called out Amanda Nunez in a bizarre challenge that caught many off guard. And then uh, then he got after Valentina won her fight against Liz Carmouche last um, this past weekend. He called out Valentina Shevchenko, saying that he wants to be the most dominant intergender champion. He wants to be the first intergender. I mean, champion. if this was pro wrestling, that'd be a thing, but it's not. I this is he's really leaning into this yeah. whole king of cringe thing, um, and it's really cringy. Like, and again, this would be terrible if he wasn't good. <laughs> I. I'm just. What is he doing? He just. I don't know. Like just, he I, needs you, notoriety, I guess. I, I don't know. Like I, I. I don't like the fact that he's trying to go for this heel like thing or whatever I he's mean, trying I to do. I mean, it's not any. I guess it's not any worse than what Colby's doing, but True. it's just like why? Why this heel route? You know? Yeah. Why are you going after one of the women? You're like, huh? Um, I understand. Like because. Earlier, he went after Frankie, saying like Frankie's going to come down, bantamweight, and trying to fight. Yeah, that would make that's more fine. sense. Yeah, but then when you're trying to go after women, say like, I don't I want to be the most dominant champion. Ever. That's just I don't uh, I don't get it. Like, yeah. um, I mean, he's still got some work to do in his divisions. Yeah. Um. So he's he's not done there. I don't know what. I think Alton I don't know Sterling's who. Calling I don't him know out, who so. told him like that would be a good idea, or Mm-mm. if he's just not. If he has no manager saying, "Hey, quit that shit, stop that." So earlier we were talking about um, John Jones and DC the trilogy fight. Well, okay. earlier today, John Jones says I've been the light heavyweight champion for almost my entire MMA career. Okay, never have I moved up to challenge a heavyweight champion. I'm simply not interested in the right in it right now. Never seriously have been. I feel like the move is inevitable, but as of right now, I'm dominating fights and making weight just fine. Daniel, Daniels and I re, uh, rear of a beef started at the light heavyweight division. And that's where it should end. Even though I should have sworn I ended this <laughs> this once or twice already. I mean, he's right. Uh. I just don't think. Here's my thing. Oh, then, I, d- I don't sorry. know. If, oh, then he says, despite what he says to the media, I will guarantee you guys there will be there will be no third fight. No way will he lose that weight again. No way will he be willing to relace those nightmares or face those nightmares that comes when facing the beast. Yeah, this just goes back to what I was saying. Like you know, I don't see the point of seeing another fight happening again in general, but it happening again at light heavyweight that doesn't make much sense. Um, that's why it's only interest more interesting to me at heavyweight, just because then things are tipped in DC's favor, um, and also, like I, I think we've said it before, John Jones um, has some work to do in his own division. He still has to clean clean it out. Yeah. Um, there's some guys waiting in the wings. That's why who are on the rise, not quite at that level yet. That's why I keep saying like. Um, 205 is kind of a wasteland right now yeah. in terms of like there's no big marquee names for Jones. I was going to say the next one I saw was oh Volkan or Ozdemir but no he already I mean, didn't he already beat him? No they no, didn't fight but didn't he got fight. he got beat by somebody else. He got beat by DC. DC there you go. Yeah and but he beat Latifi but there's like yeah again Vol- there's like yeah, these guys. Ozdemir I'm like no uh, Johnny all, Walker too soon I think don't throw him in that, that mess yet. Yeah they're all even on their level but when you try to get to John Jones level yeah. it's just it's hard man. Um, yeah I, I would like them 
just develop some guys. Yeah. Let, let them get some experience before throwing them to Jones. If anything, I'd probably like to see him fight like Anthony Smith again. Or, or how about this healthy Tiago Santos? There you go. Healthy Tiago Santos. I, I don't, I forgot what happened, but basically his knee exploded. Um, yeah. Right. But he still finished the fight. And uh, to be honest, that fight, Jones looked kind of human there. Yeah, he looked he, like he, he had a chink in his armor. Yeah, it's like, um, I mean, Jones' legs are so skinny, so attacking it the way uh, Santos right did was like, that was working. Mm-hmm. So that might be the start of a blueprint to to fight Jones. Hopefully that car alarm doesn't end up on <laughs> oh, the episode. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> or, yeah, the way we're at. Yeah. Um, so the IBF 160 belt uh, for Canelo Alvarez was stripped Due to the fact that, that, you know, he hasn't had that many belts in that. So, they stripped his belt. And so, now he hasn't he has, had that many what? Uh, they said that um, Canelo is in the market for a fall opponent after negotiations for one of his mandatory defenses against uh, Sergi. I can't even say his name. Uh, Derevanchenko. Oh, there we go. Sergi. Yeah, Sergey Derevanchenko ended with no deal on Thursday afternoon. And it resulted in his being stripped the IBF 160-pound title. And... Uh, and because of uh, IBF already had allowed for multiple postponements of a first bid for the belt, and that Derechenko can't even tell the IBF it was okay with Alvarez not being stripped of the Monday deadline to allow them more time to work out a deal. I feel like Canelo doesn't really even care about no. that. It doesn't affect him as much. Mm-mm. Like in the eyes of like your really hardcore boxing fan, yeah, I could see um, people going like, what the hell, but. I mean, it doesn't affect his overall popularity. It doesn't affect his paycheck. Like, but just leaves people him. can't even name the the weight classes in boxing. Yeah, so. there's just too many belts, too many, yeah. too many um, federations, too many it, leagues. It should just be every ten mm-hmm. in the UFC. Um, I think that's that's a whole nother show. Just why isn't it just every ten pounds? But yeah, I, I feel like the belts in boxing don't matter. WBC, as WBO, much. IBF, all these fucking the ring, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but now he's got a belt for, or he's he got has a, bonus. a fight lined up, doesn't he? Uh, well, he did have one, but then uh, that was the one that was. Oh, that was the one. Yeah. So for the fall, so uh, leaves it open for discussion of a triple G trilogy, but that is yet to be seen. So, uh, how do you feel there would be a triple G trilogy? Um, I mean, technically, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Give two bigger names, give Canelo a real fight. Some people thought Canelo lost. <laughs> those fights yeah so but if it goes to decision in vegas i mean triple g's not gonna win <laughs> no not at all yeah so i mean i'm not i'm not against it like i would like to see triple g get the win um he won't if it goes to decision so yeah I don't but, so, but at yeah. the same time like who who's left for canelo to fight there aren't a lot of big names is, is errol spence in his weight class i can't even fight. yeah Okay. I, I think they can do it at a catchway, but it's again that's just the money and all these fucking people that want to. Yeah, I mean we complain them. about fights not happening in MMA. It's it's probably worse it's in boxing. So much worse <laughs> in boxing. Um, so Tarantino uh, defends his arrogant Bruce Lee in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, for those that don't know, there's I, I haven't seen it. So there's uh, there is a so. For a little bit of spoiler, Bruce Lee is in the movie. I, I saw that in the trailer. Okay, yeah. and he is portrayed as an arrogant guy. And actually, um, Shannon Lee says uh, that just that it, the fact that he was portrayed as an arrogant asshole, mm-hmm. and that she didn't like the fact that Quentin Tarantino was portrayed. I mean, uh, Quentin Tarantino portrayed Bruce Lee as that, and Quentin Tarantino um, defended his 
his movie by saying, if people are saying we'll never be said we beat up Muhammad Ali, well, he did. Yeah, he did. All right. Not only did he say that, but his wife, Linda Lee, said that in her first biography I never read, I ever read. She absolutely said that. And then uh, also that, you know, all his comments and things like that, he comes off as very arrogant. So he's just defending his, his portrayal of him in the movie. But again, that goes in that mix of having an Asian American in that whole in the movie being portrayed as that the bad guy exactly oh uh, okay um and that's what his daughter was very upset about and it more mocking than anything else oh so the portrayal wasn't like i'm gonna have to like see the portrayal then yeah before i make a judgment call on this um but i don't know overall reviews of the movie have been good so i'll probably still give it a shot uh-huh. but uh yeah i'm interested to see this although i mean i mean also, I, I get it from Shannon Lee's perspective. Like, hey, don't don't make my dad look like shit. Exactly. Yeah, show a little respect here. Um, in the new Star Wars movie, uh, John Williams' brother, Don Williams, has teased details about the soundtrack, saying that everything that you ever heard from throughout all the movies will be present for the last, for the final uh, installment of the Skywalker's saga. Is this going to be our end game for Star Wars? Is that <laughs> I, it's just going to be like all fan services and the last one was such a departure? Is I, that what they're going to do? I see why not, man. Why not? Oh, I. Um, <laughs> I mean, you give you have J.J. Abrams come back to give you some of that nostalgia. I'm, I'm mixed about that because I liked each Star Wars movie the, from the original trilogy having a different director each time because uh-huh. it helped keep things fresh. Um, Abrams coming back on is I get it; it's the safe bet, but I, I don't know if I necessarily want safe in my Star Wars. So I. I kind of respect taking a little bit more risk i guess but uh i guess disney needs us to make money um but as far as the soundtrack goes like yeah great like um i'm just wondering if that's what it means like is it going to be a little fan servicey i would suspect so i guess um i get it people didn't want i mean people i mean star wars fans are fucking terrible like you know, with Force Awakens, they, people didn't want them doing the same thing. And then when they did something different in The Last Jedi, I still complained. So they're probably just throwing their hands up at this point. Like, listen, we're going to just make this fun and safe. And then everyone will be happy and it'll still make a ton of money. I think that's the best way you can that's go That's pretty it. much yeah. it. Like, no one wants... I don't know. It, it's kind of a shame. Like, it, especially when you look at Star Wars and you look that it, it blazed so many trails. And it was taking so many risks when it first came out. And then now it's like, no, we, we want it to be the same shit it always was. And not saying it was shit, but yeah, yeah. they just want the same stuff and they would just want to live their whole fantasy. I'm like, I, I wish it would push more boundaries, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing is, um, did you see the fight with Mike Perry and Vicente Luke? Locke? Luke, um, uh, Luke and then the, uh, I only saw the highlights, but, but Mike Perry was fucked up at the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> what was the gruesome? What is the most gruesome injury have you ever seen in the UFC? Though, um, probably Anderson's broken leg, yeah. um, and then uh, the one before that. Fuck, what was his name? Really skinny guy. Also came of Ultimate Fighter season five. Corey Hill, no, something like that. But kind of the same injury, broke his leg. So that's probably the most gruesome thing. Um. I think mine would have to be the Robbie Lawler, where his fucking lip was just so that busted. That was nasty, too. That was so... Oh, and, there's uh, also um, Leslie Smith, when her ear was coming off. Did you oh, see that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, that was bad. She looked like a badass in that fight, though. What she, was that fight with? Uh, it wasn't. It was Bellatar, um, but it was um, Kimball Slice, and he fought that Brazilian. I forgot who he fought, but his ear was coming off too. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. Oh. Um, and then uh, let's see. There was a cyborg, uh, the the male cyborg, like. Um, Chris Cyborg's ex. Oh yeah, yeah. When uh, Michael Venom Page like need him in the head, head. and then his his skull was like all crushed. That was the aftermath of yeah. it. Though. You didn't get to see it. Like you, I mean, didn't, really, you see didn't really see it, but like you saw the X ray after, and oh, you're like, God. "Fuck!" It looked like a hit, like a salt ball dented his head. Or just, yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah. That's that's it as far as uh, current events. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man, that was a uh, got we got some good fights uh, this weekend coming up. Uh, again, say hi to Dave. Buy him a drink. Yeah, if you're there. <laughs> um, this should be a fun card. Like it looks like it'll be really exciting, top to bottom. A um, lot of good things coming up, and then uh, I don't know. Well, I'll make the announcement later, but we might have a live show coming up. I don't know if the details are confirmed yet, but. Once we do, I'll I'll get those out to you. Uh, but yeah, check out UFC 241 uh, Cormier versus Miocic two August seventeenth uh, in, in Anaheim at the Honda Center. Uh, should be regular start time seven p.m. for the main mm-hmm. card prelims. Uh, I didn't even look at the prelims for this one. The early yeah, prelims at three, and then the uh, early yeah. prelims at three. Then the other prelims are at five. That's something we didn't talk about, like the whole fight pass, and then it's ESPN, and then it's ESPN. Play. It's, it's yeah. a mess. Um, but yeah, if you've got that figured out or you just go to a bar, <laughs> please enjoy the fights. Exactly. Um, but yeah, this was a good one, man. Uh, David, where can people find you? Find me at uh, Superfan Armenta on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find me at David Armenta on Facebook. Shout out to Lupus or donate to the cause. And if you can, please call Donate Platelets. You can donate platelets every seven days up to 24 times a year. Or if you can, please call Donate Whole Blood. You can donate whole blood every 115 days a year. And you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. And the Geek Offensive has its own social media with the handle at Geek Offensive. And you can just find us on just about everything. Uh, big thank you to the uh, network, Geeks, the Geek Say What Network, for provide, letting us uh, do our thing every week and make dick jokes and talk nerdy shit. So thank you to the network and to the owner, JPG. He makes me say thank you to him. So oh, fuck that guy. Hail so fuck- JPG. That's or you can go to hell. Whatever. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we should just call him the Night King from here on out. Night King. <laughs> <laughs> you mean just a big lot down? Oh, shots fired. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. Geek Say What Network has a plethora of other shows available. <laughs> Probably some classier than ours. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, first up, you have your starting line to Geek Culture Ready Set Geek, hosted by Alex Catherine. Then you have our trivia podcast, Geek KO, hosted by Justin Madriaga and Ish. Then you have our actual play RPG podcast, Nerds on a Roll, hosted by Rob Zagara, Laura Peterson, and their whole crew. And then you have Diverse Geeks in Focus, putting a lens on marginalized issues within the geek community, hosted by Gemma Vidal. And on the horizon, we have Pencil Neck Geeks tagging in your inner wrestling geek, hosted by Berto Ponce and Elaine DeLalis. Uh, look for that one in the near future. Um, we'll probably um, start seeing stuff for it pretty soon, hopefully within the next month. Um, and yeah, please download and subscribe to all of those. We really do appreciate it. Uh, 
Next shout out goes to our associate producers, Wayland Production, who normally help us sound great, and we normally record at their uh, fine facility, um, but we're recording this one at Armenta's house. <laughs> woo woo! Um, so shout out to them uh, for providing space and uh, follow them at wayland.ws and uh, Wayland Production. I think it's just Wayland Productions on on Instagram. Uh, Follow them and follow their audio dramas uh, Where Live Frontier Gold Rush uh, Where Live uh, Where Live excuse me Where Live Frontier Where Live Gold Rush um, and a few other ones as well. You can find them all on uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts or just at their website. And then last shout out goes to our uh, apparel sponsor, uh, jordandene.com. Jordan, D-E-N-E.com, uh, is a geek apparel store out of Brooklyn, New York. Um, they help you look nerdy and they're eco-friendly. And if you shop with the promo code Geek Say What, you get 20% off your next purchase. So buy a shirt, you heathens. <laughs> and I believe that's it. Again, watch UFC 241, see how wrong our picks are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I think- we never fucking know. <laughs> been 50 50 on this show the whole i think time. we have been yeah <laughs> just trying to keep it 500 for sure yeah there we go <laughs> uh but don't forget to rate comment and subscribe to check out r slash titty drop to join the offensive thank you everybody 